Unmuted. There we go. There we go, Phil. Oh, I just brushed my teeth. Say hello. Well, we can't go back. We don't know where to begin. Hello, how are you? Welcome back to everybody's favorite bad guy. <laughs> he's mentally ill. He's evil. He's racist. I heard he's a Nazi. Have you heard of him? Of course I've heard of him. He's me. Two hundred and three. This is the last one uh, of the year. <laughs> Lock him up. Lock me up, indeed. Lock me up. Let's go. I'll write a book in prison, and then you're gonna be sorry. It's gonna be called Mind Bigotry, and you're all gonna be fucked then. <laughs> the last one of the year, 2022, and it's not. 2022, it's 2020 again. We're doing 2020 over again. It's 2022. Yay! Who couldn't be happy about that? Oh, again, another late start. Sorry. Kids are in bed. Sort of. They sleeping? Don't know. Probably not. What are you going to do? And they're here New Year's Eve, so I got stuff to do. But I'll see you in the new year after this. Phil, let's go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Welcome back. Where does it stop? Nobody knows. We're all crazy here. I mean, I'm crazy, but you're even crazier for listening to me. So what's worse? You know, or are you? I don't know. It's kind of fun. It's, you know, people like a spectacle of a man losing his mind, I suppose. Amazing Vril. Thank you very much. He says, the dispensary I work for is asking for clot shot papers. Hasn't been a problem for three and a half months. And now it is from Umicroon. I think I need to pursue legal action. The vaxxed at work get sick all the time and have been fine. Antibodies for the wind. Fuck you make me. Yeah, that's another conspiracy theory that's not real. Um, antibodies are, are are not not real. They don't they don't matter anymore. We're all we're all crazy up in here. So uh, no, I, I have both drunk sticks. I just grabbed the other. They're just uh, some old ones laying around down here in the basement, and uh, I was just playing around playing around with it. Where do we uh, where do we go? Frank Max says I'm here for the relaxing effect. The relaxing effect of a man losing his mind. You know, how about this? You guys like this? Speaking of Frank Mac, I was always I was calling him and, and uh, Scarps and a couple other guys, the, 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 the Italians, right? Hey, oh, the Italian. It turns out, I don't know why I thought this, Frank is Portuguese, not Italian, but it's too late. In my mind, you're the Italians. And uh, it's cold down here, man. It's cold. And I always just, you just wear, the, you know, the, the shirts. It's like a uniform now. And I would get cold and I'm like, damn, if only I had some kind of undershirt, some kind of, they sent me these in the mail. <laughs> Perfect. There we go. Now I'm going to be really bad. Now it's just coming right out. I'm going to rip this off later. I'm going to turn into Tony Soprano. <laughs> oh, that's over a little bit of gabagool. What, are you fucking kidding me? Were you breaking my boy? I don't know. It could happen. You don't know. 
Frank is Portuguese. Something like maybe he maybe he doesn't want people to know that. Maybe he's embarrassed about. Maybe it's a big secret. Maybe he's been living a, a lie, a whole double life, where he's been telling everyone and pretending he's Italian, but really he told me, you know, Italian dinner jacket incoming. Hey, oh, you better watch your mouth. You better watch your tone. You what are you, you know, you run my house. You're gonna talk to me like this. Are you seeing this, Colbert? Are you fucking? Are you seeing this right now, Billy Bob? Do you seeing it? I've got a family now. I don't have time for this. Yeah, he's got a family now. <laughs> The weed oil ain't shit. About that. About that. Um, I never know. I, I, I should write things down, but I don't. I just kind of wing it. Oh, I kind of. I entirely wing it every time. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Um, so if anybody's not noticed, normally uh, I would have a, a beer ready to go here. And I don't this time. And um, forevermore, that may uh, be the case. I'm not quitting drinking alcohol forever for the rest of my life. I'm going to have, you know, the social friend time thing with my friends and family, whatever, here and there, as it, um, you know, feels like something I want to do. Um, but to be perfectly honest, it's not something I want to do right now, um, doing these. Um, it just kind of became a little gimmicky thing I did for a little while. I'd never planned for this to be a long-term, regular thing every three nights a week and um, it, it's became like a chore to do and it's not good for you. And, um, you know, I was, um, kind of thinking about this for a long time. Um, don't worry, there's a substitute. I've got an idea and I think it's healthier and it could, it could prove to be an excellent decision. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Speaking of the weed oil, I've got an idea. Um, but, um, I'll tell you a story. Um, I was in the I was in the liquor store recently, and I was buying a few, uh, you know, a couple of beers like I, I always do, and um, you know, not even about the mask this time. That was fine; they didn't care that I, I you know. But she, the woman, comes out and she's like uh, losing losing her mind, like not not even a reasonable kind of. She was she she basically was uh, she responded to me as though I was dangerously hovering close to the tracks of a carnival ride and was about to get my head taken off by an incoming you know roller coaster or something. It was and I was like, are you? Like, she's like right there. And there's a little tiny piece of tape you can barely see. I'm like, what are you talking? Are you kidding me? Kazuma Croon and the six feet and the social distancing and all that. And I went, you know what? All this happened very quickly in my mind. I went, uh, why am I giving you money? Why am I paying for this? Why am I – like, you people are uh, fucked in the head. And you know what? I don't even really like doing this. I don't even – I don't want to drink anything. I don't even want to do this right now. And uh, this is incredibly taxed. It's very expensive. That money goes to feed the government apparatus, which then turns around and uses that money to destroy me and my friends. What am I doing? So I dropped the beers on the floor and walked out of the building. <laughs> mm, well – she, you know, I was like, yeah, I changed my mind. Goodbye. I'm just, I'm good. I'm not going to do that anymore. And, uh, you know, it just, it takes a lot out of you. It's, it's not a good thing. I mean, if you want to do it, go ahead. Good for you, man. Um, if it, if you, if you enjoy it, if you get something out of it, I just, me personally, I'm, uh, you know, I don't, I don't like that it's become a, an element of this. And I didn't like feeling as though it's something I had to do. I have to drink to, do you know what I mean? If, if that makes sense. Um, it just started to really bother me. And then I'm like, yeah, you know what? I don't want, I don't want to do this. And in uh, keeping with a, a lot of the theme of stuff I want to talk about later is, uh, um, you know, we're, we're all going to have to, it's just something I recognize to myself. Like there's always something any of us can do to do better, to, um, you know, be stronger, whatever it is, there's something, we all know there's at least one thing on all of our minds, whatever it is. I know, you know what it is. I, I don't know. I can't read your mind, but if you think, what is that one thing that's like, you know, you shouldn't, you know, just a real easy thing that you could do 
and you know you should, but you don't. And why is that? Because you're just lazy? Basically, yeah. And I'm like, why am I still, why don't I just not drink? I don't know. I, there isn't an answer. And you're your own boss. You're accountable to yourself. You are the person that you answer to always. So am I satisfied with my own answer to myself? I'm like, that's just a bullshit answer. That's stupid. Um, that's dumb. You know, I'm not an alcoholic. What am I doing? So I just, you know what? Um, and, but the bottom line, uh, what really, what really tipped me over the end was, uh, it's never helped me. It's never made my life better, uh, right? All the dumbest things I've ever done in my life, if I could rank them from like 1 to 20, the dumbest like, oh, why did I do that or say or whatever it was, alcohol was involved every single time. Um, the worst thing I ever did on, on uh, uh, cannabis was I ate an entire bag of grapes, an entire bag, and then I fell asleep at like 8 o'clock and I slept until you know, like 9 in the morning in my clothes on the couch. It was like, whoa. So... <laughs> <laughs> right? So really the thing that really put me over the edge was um, it may not, it, you know, it's not going to help me. It's not going to help anyone out, but it's not helping anyone that, have, that, have, that, I, that you know, I'm doing this, the, the drinking and all, and all the whatever. Um, but it might help somebody if I don't do it. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> quick tips all mad. <laughs> I'm not quitting. I'm just not, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to, you know, and you know, and then I'm up late. I'm trying to upload thing, and it just becomes a whole thing, right? And it's not good for you. And uh, whatever, it's just something I'm doing from now on. All right, uh, I am, however, in re- in because you can't just take something away. This was the creative aspect of it that I didn't like. Was that I'm going to take that out? Well, then what do you put in its place? Um, this is definitely not the same kind of metaphor, but I, I was thinking about a, ch- a building we had in town here that they knocked down and replaced with a bunch of just, it was a beautiful old building. It was built like the 1800 stone brick more. It was, it was an impressive looking building. It looked like a fortress. It was old school. Knocked it down, put in seniors homes. And you're like, eh. like the town is now less than it was because we had this super cool old dope looking building. Now we have, you know. <laughs> If you're going to take something away, you got to replace it with something just as good or, or just as, you know what I mean? In the world or whatever. So from a creative aspect, I can't just take that away. So what I'm going to do is <laughs> this could go a lot of weird ways, guys. This unpopularopinionapparel.com and they're on Instagram, unpopular.opinion.apparel. You can get one of these uh, great tumbler. I drink my coffee out of it. I've got this. Is, this has got a lot of orange juice in here. So I've got that. And then uh, I'm going to put it in this. This is a shot glass I got for Christmas a long time ago. It's my family uh, family name and, and crest and stuff on it. And, I'm, and then I'm, I'm going to put this in it. <laughs> so let's see how ripped I get by the end of this. And what kind of crazy shenanigans. I don't know. I don't know. But worst case scenario, I eat an entire brick of cheese and I fall asleep in the laundry room. That's the worst. That's the worst thing that's going to happen. <laughs> so, get ready for that. I should get this. I'm going to work this. I'm going to do this right now. Oh, uh, DTS says, "Man, I did that once." Oh man. Oh man. Let's go. Let's try this. All right. So there we go. I'm going to shoot some orange juice. With, oh boy. I want to see a rage cast on shrooms. Shrooms. I had a great time with those for a little while, and then uh, then not so much. So there's going to be a few of these. So I don't want to go too crazy. So that's about a quarter of what I normally take. So we'll just put that in there. And, uh, this is going to taste horrifying. That's okay. 
It's not about what it tastes like. It's about escaping reality. That's what it's about. <laughs> oh, shit. It's my medicine. Shut up. No, it's not. I don't care. We've all got prescriptions. We know why we're doing it. <laughs> Hour three is going to be a mess. As you- oh, buddy, you, you get ready. Bring a notepad. It could get real interesting. Uh, full draw scarves. Oh, Donnie. Oh, you like this? Donnie, are you seeing this? Vinny, Louie, is it, have they seen this? Are you seeing this? Are you seeing what I'm seeing here? I'm I'm really enjoying it. Dude, it's comfortable. And I'm like, I don't know. There's something old school about it. <laughs> I was like, well, wearing a wife beater. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Now I just need a cigarette. I need to tuck it into my jeans, which are like, you know, <laughs> I need to grease my hair a little bit. I need to use like 50s slang, uh, you know, never use a seatbelt when I drive. Like there's a bunch of different, I, I like the, I like where it's going. I, it has potential. I'll say that. Thank you, man. Godzilla Unchained says, G'day, found the web address to your establishment. Scratched on the bathhouse wall here at the concentration camp. We'd be ever so grateful if you'd send over seven milkshakes and some bolt cutters. Santa. Oh, is that from Santa? Thanks. I will, uh, we'll look into that. Send me your 10-figure grid reference, and we will look into that as soon as possible. North Point, how are you, sir? He says, the real friends, uh, let me try this little setting here. The real friends were the stills we made along the way. Tax-free shine. I'm doing the same thing, though taking a break. Always good to take a step back. Exactly, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'll still enjoy a drink here and there, but uh, you know what I mean? It, it got, it served its purpose, and I think uh, we're, <laughs> no more Heineken. Heineken was German, I swear to God. I thought it was for so long. I was sure of it. I would have I would have bet money on it. Like a hundred bucks probably. And I would have been wrong, I guess. Or or the timeline that I grew up in and the timeline that you grew up in where it was always not German. They've they've merged now. Like there's just subtle differences. You know, it was never Berenstein Bears. It's always been Berenstein Bears, apparently. Apparently it's always been that way. I didn't know that. I had no idea. Um let's see. Uh, all right, so North Point, thank you very much. Plaid Padre says, there we go. Uh, see, now you're doing it, right? Before I before bed, I do a shot of whiskey or water with five milliliters of THCO and one milliliter of Ghost Peak Tincture. Gives me about five solid hours of sleep. <laughs> all this and more health tips from our resident pastor, the Plaid Padre. He's been a pastor his whole life, and he now tells you to take different kinds of drugs to sleep a minimal amount of time while awaiting your ultimate demise. From the government agents that seek to destroy us all. Coming up next. <laughs> this show's scary. I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Lee, the Monopoly guy, never had a monocle. Did you know that? Did you know he never did? If you thought he did, you're insane, apparently. <laughs> There's so much going on. It doesn't make sense. It makes me nervous, Bill. I don't know. Things are going crazy in Australia. There's a government building on fire right now, which is pretty based pretty cool i'm not gonna lie it doesn't pain me to see that on fire um notre dame sad government building full of parasite parasitic leeches that exist only to expand their own bank accounts power and self-interest at the at the expense of all of the people they've been elected and trusted to serve stabbing them in the back ruining everything for generations uh not based not cool uh you know so let's see how this works guys um come with me on a journey through time and space. <laughs> oh, boy. 203, guys. Cheers. Let's finish this year off on a good note. Or how about any note? 
finishing it. Let's just survive. Let's go, Dad. Come on, Murphy. Yeah, you can taste the weed. Yep. We're gonna double that up here in a minute. We waited together for the cowards to come. I gunned it out, no bourbon, we wouldn't run. I got a, I got a bonus one. No mercy, no quarter, they'll pay for their sins. Now lower the cannons, the battle begins. We waited together for the cowards to come. It's on fire. Oh, so sad. Oh, so sad. Did the government tyrant, you know, did the building catch fire? What happened there? Who knows? That's a terrible thing. I hope that doesn't keep happening. That would be so awful. That would just be the worst. That kept happening. The Ferryman says it's about goddamn time you use this song. <laughs> I thought you might like that one. I thought you might. I had a feeling. I had a feeling you love to see it indeed. YouTube, how are you guys? I'm going to move this around. Oh, there's got... No matter how big... And this is a, one of the bigger desks I've had. There's never enough room. Um... <laughs> the guy on YouTube. Truth never lies. I like drinking because guaranteed I'm getting up in the middle of the night, which is when they are going to come. Yes, but you don't want to be, you know, wasted when that happens either. Or maybe you do. I don't know. There's been there's been some there's been some stories. Uh <laughs> stop fed posting, you guys. If you're gonna do a dude on entropy, you can do, get away with anything over there. It's uh, you know, they had to move everything to Russia to be free, to have freedom. Um of all the of all the you know. Russia. That's just how it is. Gary Schill says, Don't make me cry tonight, Rage. I had a bad day. <laughs> What kind of angry cry, sad cry? What kind of cry? I mean, I could. I can try. Um, do I have any? No, just just encouraging words. That's all I, that's all I can offer you. I think. We'll see. Fedtropy. <laughs> Maybe. Let's not hope. Let's, let's hope that that's not what happens. So, um, you know, ah, I'll just get through some of this crap. I mean, the people that are, you know, are, are ruling... The world, I suppose. I wouldn't say that they're stupid, really. They're not super intelligent, but they're not. Uh, you know, I mean, they're just people. They're just men. They're just people. Um, however, the the henchmen that they've employed, the middlemen, you know, the politicians, political, they, they're very, very stupid. Hunter Biden is literally smoking crack. Okay, Boris Johnson is is doing blow all the time. And then, of course, we've got uh, this fool. These are not people you need to be afraid of. Um, they're not going to outsmart you. They're not going to, you know, they have no idea what they're doing. They absolutely have no fucking clue what they're doing. They're being, hand they've given they're being handed an agenda. It's, it's come down from somewhere else. And they're just told, this is what you're doing. Make this happen. Use these phrases. Say that. Say that. They're act. These, these people are essentially actors. They have no free will at all. When is the last time any Western country, uh, anyone, took any kind of direction on its own 
for the benefit of just that country. You know what? You know what? Spain is just going to do Spain from now on. You know, we're just going to look out for ourselves first and foremost. No offense to everybody, but this is our country. You know, the Spanish people are our top priority, and we're going to make sure that they're taken care of first to the best of our ability. And then if there's anything left over time-wise, financially, then we'll look at maybe helping, I don't know, Portugal or France or something, because those are our neighbors. They're right next door. You know, common sense kinds of things. That doesn't happen anymore. Everybody everywhere has all decided at the same time, miraculously, from Australia to New Zealand, Canada, the United States, Ireland, the United Kingdom, France, Italy, Germany, Denmark, Sweden, Norway, Luxembourg, Switzerland, <laughs> Belgium, Holland, all of them. We all want diversity. We all want massive restrictions and lockdowns. We all want gun control. We all want Internet censorship. We all want more government. We all want more peacekeeping missions in the Middle East. We all want, do we? We all, we do? We all want all of these things? We all want to spend an backbreaking amount of money and devastation to our economy because of climate change. We all want all of those things, do we? That seems very unlikely considering the, um, you know, massive... Uh, chasmous differences in culture, in history, in, in everything else between all these different countries. But some, you know what? You know, everybody's just working together all of a sudden. Isn't that weird? Kind of implies that there's a maybe another level of organization happening above the national electorate level. These people are, you know, they give you the options that you pretend that we pretend to pick from. And then they sit there and they pretend to be in charge when well, all of us know that, that that's not the case. But anyway, we end up with guys like this, Justin Trudeau. This app that cost $20 million for COVID was used less than 1,000 times in November. 869 times to be, a fact, to, to, to be, to be uh, you know, accurate. 869 times. And, and that wasn't 869 different people either. I bet it was... 100 or 200 people using it a number of times. So $20 million, $20 million for that because they're evil geniuses and they know what they're doing. They know how to waste money, and that is, uh, that's their top priority right now. Uh, meanwhile, and I don't think CBC is any better at all or the BBC or anyone else. <laughs> CNN. Oh, <laughs> Not a 3% reduction in viewers. Not an 8%, which would be alarming. 38% of its viewers this year. Oh. On top of the previous... Oh, no one is watching this anymore. Uh, it's the same for CBC. It's the same for the BBC. It's the same for whatever, whatever fucking nightmare that you guys have down there in Australia that... that oh, tonight on the government, um, we're going <laughs> to... We're going to tell you what to do, and why if you don't do it, we're going to imprison you in a... Some kind of nightmarish camp. 38% says barely anyone left watching the pedophile, uh, the pedophile scandal hit network. Right. Yeah, there was one of them. Um, I'm sure he'll get into this here. Uh, Paul Watson, CNN managed a remarkable feat. The network currently reeling from a state of a spate of pedophilia related allegations among his staff succeeded in losing another 38% of its viewership. Oh, it's so sorry. Uh, the data shows that on average there are less than a million Americans watching MSNBC, while only 787,000 are still watching CNN. 787,000 people in a country of 350 million. Maybe 400 million. No one really knows all the illegals and everything, right? That's so per capita. 
this program is more popular in Canada than CNN is in the United States. I think that might be mathematically true. Carry the two. Yeah, I think so. That's insane. That is insane. At this point, anyone still watching CNN has to either be completely brainwashed or brain dead. The network is now desperately attempting to corral these zombies into paying for its services with subscriptions. Oh, now we need to pay more. Howard Stern recently posited the question, who the hell is going to pay for CNN Plus? Noting that people don't want CNN. I mean, are they out of their minds? Yes, Howard. That is the answer. You know, people have asked us for the last number of years, like, why are they doing this? Are they crazy? Are they out of their minds? Yes. 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 They are crazy, and they are out of their minds. That is literally the answer. It's not hyperbole. It's not exaggeration. That's literally what's happening. They're just that bad. And they don't even know how to – all they know how to do is bribe people and pay people. and attend. Just, just make them do the things. Have you seen this? Have seen the, the gray zone? I don't know. Um Leaked files expose serious psyops veteran astroturfing a bread tube star. Bread tube is a loose collection of leftist, uh, you know, douche like Vosh and all these, you know, gross, degenerate scum kind of you know, social, basically communists on the internet. And why are they so popular? Everyone just loves them so much. Their content is so amazing, so profound, it's so entertaining and enlightening and inspiring. And I just can't stop watching it. It's so good. Is that the case? Oh, it turns out, no, the government's been paying them and uh, tweaking algorithms and so on to push their content into as many people as possible because they're team players. And they act like they're some kind of any, like they're, they're taking government money to lie to you and they know they're doing it. They're such pieces of shit. Whoa. By covertly recruiting popular YouTube influencer Abigail Thorne to counter growing opposition to United Kingdom government restrictions... PSYOPs uh, professionals are bringing home tactics they honed in the Syrian dirty war. Leaked documents have revealed a state-sponsored influence operation, and if you think that's not happening in the United States or in Canada or everywhere else, um, <laughs> I would love to sell you many, many, many useless things. Um, undermine critics of the British uh, government's coronavirus policies by astroturfing a prominent founder of the bread tube click of anti-fascist YouTube influencers. Now, where have I heard that before? Isn't that interesting? A, a, a click of anti-fascist influencers, and and it turns out they're they're actually government stooges. It turns out the government is paying them to tell people what to do. How how based is that? I mean, you guys went from like you know we are the ninety nine percent, you know, uh, fuck Wall Street, you know, rage against the machine, to taking money from the machine to oppress more people. You're the biggest sellouts in here. Oh man, oh gross. Imagine, imagine intentionally taking government money to 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 say what they want you to say. And you know what? It's probably not even very much money. I wonder what they got paid. They probably bought these clowns off for like 50 grand, you know? <laughs> the project aims to conduct psychological profiling on British citizens dissenting against policies such as mandatory vaccination and lockdowns, then leverage the data to establish a YouTube channel that portrays these critics as dangerous super spreaders of disinformation. This is all sounding so familiar for some reason. Must just be a United Kingdom thing. Designed to curb the influence of pseudoscience material online, 
Is Dr. Robert Malone pseudoscience? He helped invent mRNA technology, and I noticed that since he started speaking out against this and said, hey, you know, this is a bad idea. Let's not do this. We shouldn't give this to children. And then you nuked his Twitter account. I thought we were trusting the science. He is the science. He he he, he, inve- he invented it. It's his invention. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, its top patron is Charles, the Prince of Wales, next in line to the British throne, who recently hit out at supposed conspiracy theories surrounding the vaccines. The organization received a substantial cash injection in 2020 from the UK's government uh, cultural recovery fund earmarked for video production. There was a similar one going around Canada last year uh, in which some other people, again, it's just a policy of mine. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not going to name names. I wasn't usually bad for it in the first place, but. Anyway, some other people on the internet, maybe some popular people in Canada, all of a sudden they decided to want to make a pro, you know, a government shill videos about how great the government is and we should all do, everybody do your part. And do, you know, basically uh, repeating everything that's on CBC. And why would they do that? Well, because they paid them $50,000. That was the, that was the, some of them went as, as cheap as 10 grand. Can you imagine selling out your people for ten thousand dollars? Ten grand, ten grand is like a month's worth of groceries now in Canada, with the inflation. <laughs> Seriously, it's not, it, it is not a lot of money, man. And uh, they don't care; they just did it anyway. Oh, geez, boy, look at that free ten grand! Oh, think about how many fucking cans of dicks you can buy for ten grand, boy! Holy fuck! Lottery tickets and fucking bags of Doritos and. Jades would be living like fucking kings, boy. <laughs> oh, no. Even 50 grand. That's not even enough money to buy a new truck, like brand new off the lot. Now nah, you're paying 60, 70 K now. <laughs> so you sold out your own people for like chump change. Literally, like this isn't, it wasn't like it was $20 million. You know what I mean? It was like, <laughs> Did you even say no at first and see if they'd come back with a better offer? Did you just take it right away? Oh, my. Oh, my Jesus. Some some sad, law. All right. Hellbilly Dog says, buckle up. This is going to be interesting. Raid, we don't. I usually take some in the beginning, but I'm staggering at this time, and I have a suspicion I'm going to end up drinking more, having more than I planned. <laughs> uh, rage will see oil plus opposition to Terry equals rocket man I could we don't know what's going to happen this has never been done this is a this is groundbreaking stuff here Ronnie McDeo says Hunter Biden was also smoking the Parmesan cheese he smokes whatever he can get his hands on um, Chelsea says all those networks killed their viewers with COVID and vaxes didn't think that one through entirely I, they, they don't think they don't they're they're dumb they're very dumb and they uh, prove it every day by making mind-numbingly bad decisions for themselves like why would you do i like to do the maybe it's just the way my my brain works i i I played uh you know when it started was when i started playing risk you ever play that board game that risk board game play with your friends and family kind of thing and you always you always go what would i do if i were them what i'm trying to get in their head like what 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 would be a good move or bad move? like what are the things i could do and then you have a sense of you know the position that they're in and what they may be likely to do in the future and so on i started playing uh rts games real strategy games and these kinds of things and against human opponents and i played chess like i like this kind of stuff so when I see them do things that are like the equivalent of just hitting themselves in the face with their own shoe and then jumping out of an elevator, uh, you're like, whoa. 
And they're like, oh, it's a psyop, man. They just want you to think they're fucking stupid, man. They're just, I'm like, I don't know. I, I think he might actually be retarded. I think he's actually retarded. Um, you know, I mean, th- th- this is the people where I'm, look at, look at this. Where is this? This is just mental. Uh, there's a part two. If you didn't, if you like the, uh, Pierre goes to war with, um, mind numbingly stupid. It's eight minutes long. I'm not gonna play the whole thing because it's, it's too crazy and it's going to make me so angry. Um, so they couldn't tell you how much a house costs in Canada. You remember this? I did. The, I think it was on Monday. And if you've not seen it, not in the uh, House of Commons here, can't say how much does the house cost. What's the average house price? He wouldn't answer. Went on for almost ten minutes. Come up with wow, the service helped six million Canadians. Blah 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 blah. It's not what I asked. How much? How much does an average house cost? The GDP is on track to recover at the fastest pace since the pandemic began, Mister Speaker. That's not. That's that's not what I asked. Are we? We're at a point where we can't even talk about. A basic statement of fact of how much a fucking house costs. That's not that's not good. That's incredibly bad because you need to think of why would they not say that? Why would you not want to disclose? Why would you not take Pierre's invitation and say, okay, well, this is what it costs. Why not? Because it's astronomically fucked. It's nine hundred thousand dollars. It's worse than it's ever been. We have one of the most overpriced housing housing markets in the world, maybe the most overpriced one in the world, and it's a direct result of their money printing and their reckless spending and their absolutely uh, suicidal fiscal policy of the government. That's why. And the worst part is he doesn't answer the question because he fucking knows it's true. Why else wouldn't you say it? And it's not even a complicated lie. It's not like, you know, Pierre Polyev set up a game of mousetrap and he elaborately captured Justin Trudeau at the last minute trying to, you know, <laughs> a bunch of gears had to turn. There was a rope and a cage came down. Ah, gotcha. How much does a normal house cost? And then it became a 10-minute, you know, nothing. Now he wants to know how many people living outside of Canada. We have this thing called CERB here, which is the government, uh, you know, money to just here here just have money because we're communists now we're just doing universal basic income and uh, they destroyed everyone's uh, lives and they're trying to you know uh, you know this is how they this is how they wheel you in except there's apparently millions of people that aren't even living in this country that took advantage of this to the tune of who knows because they won't tell us we don't know how much money we lost on this and he can't say that either same guy look mr speaker um the member bragged about the serb according to the financial transactions and reports analysis center of canada uh, reporting entities indicated that clients have applied for and received CERB despite not living in Canada and appear to be residing in a jurisdiction of concern. How many people not living in Canada got the CERB? How many? This is a fair question, isn't it? Minister. Mr. Speaker, I'm happy that the Honourable Colleague wants to talk something of substance, and so let's talk about the SEBA that helped over 898,000 small businesses survive. Think of the families, think of the people that helped to afford housing and to make their end. Speaker. Member Carlton. Glad to know that he doesn't think housing or debt are matters of substance. Back to the Serb prod. How many people not in Canada got the Serb? How many? Minister. Mr. Speaker, the wage subsidy helped over 450,000 employers keep more than 5.3 million employees in the payroll. This is the norm in Canada, guys. This is normally how it is. This isn't an, this isn't an outlying, like, holy shit, this, the, the, this one guy must be out of his mind. This is the entirety of our federal government. They might as well not exist. Talking of substance, we're talking about Canadians that were supported. Member for Carlton. Through the CERB. I think the problem is he's not hearing me. The question was about the CERB. 
FinTrack says people who don't even live in Canada were getting the CERB. How many of them got it? How many? Minister. The data that I have shows very clearly 9 million Canadians who lost their jobs were supported by the CERB when the COVID hit. Member Carlton. Did you just say 9 million? Did you see him? He's smiling. He thinks it's funny. Look at his face. This is this is who is in charge, guys. They've ruined lives. People have committed suicide. Family businesses have been eradicated and destroyed. Children have been traumatized and psychologically damaged beyond repair. Our future as a nation is very much in doubt, but I'm glad you find it so fucking amusing, dude. I'm glad you're having a great time. Did you just say 9 million people not living in Canada got the CERB? Minister. Mr. Speaker, I did not say that. Member for Carleton. So how many? million Canadians living in Canada were supported by the CERB. Think about that. Get your fucking hand out of your pocket, you son of a bitch. Transformative. Member for Carleton. Who will pay for the fraudulent CERB recipients? Minister. Mr. Speaker, the rent subsidy helped more than 230,000 survive. Fraudulent CERB recipients was the question. How many? Minister. Nine million Canadians supported by CERB. Member for Carleton. So the only number we're getting was 9 million when I asked how many people took the CERB that didn't live in Canada. Uh, if, is, if 9 million isn't the right number, which number is? Speaker, Minister. Maybe the Honourable Member would like to know about SEBA that helped over 898,000 small businesses survive. Member Carlton. He's laughing too. Oh, is this funny, dude? Oh, is it, is it funny for you? This guy thinks it's funny too. See, all the, the misery and the suffering that, that Pierre, very rightly, is the only adult and apparently the entire Conservative government um, I touched on this last time that he, the problem isn't that he's not doing enough and he's not doing, he should do this and he should do that. Um, the problem is that, well, the stream seems to have disconnected. So that's a problem. <laughs> the problem is there's not more of him. Now I got to fix this. Oh, great. When did that even happen? That was two minutes ago. Oh Lord. Well, thank God for replays. Um, maybe got knocked out. This is an interesting dilemma. This has never happened before. Actually, it happens all the time. Um, guess I'm just going to have to go up and look at it. Do, 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 do. Hang on, guys. Um, well, we'll have to, that's another thing I'll have to cut out. I even rebooted it and everything the way I was supposed to. And uh, not this time. Now it seems to be. Online, perhaps. Do you work? Do you see what I see? Yeah, it seems you should be good now. What was that about? You son of a bitch. Maybe if I, uh... Oh, wait. Yeah, see? <laughs> this is why we need a... You know? And I, I, nice try. Nice try, the government. Like, oh, he's not drinking? We'll see about that. Activate. Oh, look at it. It's all over the goddamn place now. Oh, it's doing this again. Um, oh, Christ, guys. Hang on. Ah, sorry. I don't know. I mean, it's one of these things that happens, apparently. And I'm powerless to stop it. Um, doesn't matter where I go in the country. It doesn't matter what. Well, it does seem to 
better or worse at some places, but uh, maybe it's clearing up now. I'll give it another minute or two, but um, let me go back and see how much every see how mad everybody is. Um, Jesus, this is what happens. This is just what happens. Globalists, it probably probably was, yeah. Um, do 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 do. Exchange with Pierre was so funny yet embarrassing. Uh, it well, I mean that's the, yeah. And the fact that they were laughing about it, man. Like, I was about to get... I was going to just lay into this guy here for a second, but uh, yeah, that doesn't normally happen. Let me make sure um, this is still functioning. Yeah, it seems to be leveled out now. I don't know what that was about, but, I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. That's the world we're in now where, you know, not even the Internet doesn't work uh, properly anymore because we're a third-world country with third-world leadership and third-world ideals and third-world uh, everything. Um, we're going to start, we're, we want to start an initiative where people are just going to start shitting in the street soon, uh, to be more diverse and to be, and be more like, you know, Mumbai or someplace like that. It's just, you know, it's to be more fair. We want to, <laughs> we want to be more enriched. Um, Jamer Funk says exactly the same in the United Kingdom parliament. That doesn't surprise me. How bad is this thing? I wonder if it's YouTube again. I may have to nuke YouTube. That might be because I did this once and it seemed to have fixed the problem. Um, maybe I'll do it again. It's worth a shot. It's worth a shot. So if you're on YouTube, sorry, you're gonna have to go to the uh, find the go to the ragingdistant.com. You can go to the, the Rumble link is there. The entropy link is literally on the screen down here, and uh, I'm just gonna cut YouTube and see what happens. It may improve the situation. Uh, it may not though. And now it's gone. Now it's gone. It's one less thing I gotta uh, pay attention to. This is so stupid. I hate it when this happens. Um, rumbles filled up a bit there. I don't know what the cause is. Like it, it's not consistent. It's always something different. If there's so many problems, and I fix one, and there's and then there's another one. It's another one, another one. Seems to be okay. I don't know. Where's my uh, alert bar here? Nope, still pretty pretty fucked up. I'm at a loss. I really didn't want to spend 20 minutes doing this again tonight, but you know that seems to be what we're doing now. So, son of a bitch. Um, it's not even something you can easily fit. Entropy. Oh, the entire entropy site seems to have uh, died a horrible death. <laughs> it was probably exploded. It's probably hit by a fucking cruise missile. We'll see about that. Move them to. They move to hide in. In the. No, my internet is just completely fucked, guys. Ah, lovely, 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 lovely. Well, this was a short one. Um, I don't know what to tell you. If I can't figure it out. Every day it's a getting closer, going faster than a roller coaster. Why are you like this? Surely come my way. Rumble seems okay. Why is the entry completely fucked? Getting faster. Everyone said go and ask her. Love like yours will. Entropy is down, it seems. But I can't. I'm trying to figure out if it's the, my entire internet or just local to the. Is it their problem? It's just them. Interesting. Well, I'll keep trying refreshing it, but. Uh, 
Everybody's going to have to come to Rumble now. <laughs> Stream at McDonald's. I can't. I'm not vaccinated. I'm not allowed. I think you need to show a vax pass to use your Wi-Fi. <laughs> Please stand by. Oh, I should have just... I wonder if I can just re-engage YouTube and it'll fire back up. Because it does seem to be it does seem to be entropy's problem, doesn't it? Let me know. This has been brought to you by the very unprofessional and ill-equipped people that work here at this establishment that uh, we just we're just incapable of hand Yeah, look, it's back on YouTube. Look at that. Huh. Well we'll leave it there. Whatever. Entropy's dead. Long live Entropy. <laughs> Fine! Well, this just makes me mad now. I'll keep trying to refresh them, but... Uh... This is why you have backups, guys. Um... Did I read all of these? Hellbilly Lux says these cunts probably rolled over for a machine. Rolled over for the machine for a Klondike bar. Yeah, the YouTubers and stuff I talked about earlier. Ronnie McDeal says it will at least put our lives on the line for 30 grand in the GAN. Know your worth, traders. Yeah, right. We didn't get paid fucking goddamn anything to do that compared to the shit, you know, I guess. But that was, you know, I thought we were supposed to believe in something. It was supposed to mean something. Um, yeah, some of the internet, internet people are back. I don't know. They may have just attacked Entropy. Like, I'm, I'm not kidding. Like, there's pretty... Uh, they really don't like me, and they don't like a lot of people that Entropy um, supports. So it's totally possible that that is what happened. They may have found a way to take their server down. And you know what? I'm not even on uh, – I am in contact with them. I could probably just go check and be like, hey, man, you know your entire site is is exploded? <laughs> Did you know it's gone? It, uh, it's dead. I tried to get in, and it just died on me. It died on me like I got a booster shot. I didn't even make it out of the parking lot. My heart exploded. Um, while I wait for that to open up, uh, yeah, it did finally happen. Someone I, oh, I don't know if I want to talk about that too much. I didn't know the guy that well, but I did work for him for a time. He was a good guy. Heart attack. Who knows? Who knows what happened there? Wasn't, uh, I could ask you maybe. Uh, I'll send him a message, but I, I doubt it'll, uh, if it comes back, it comes back. If it doesn't, it doesn't, it really doesn't, uh. Matter to me that much. Everybody's over on you know, Rumble. Down. Let's. I'm just going to continue. I don't care. Where's the bar? Yeah, we're going to need one. <laughs> Never mind. I'm just going to chug whiskey and scream now. <laughs> oh, it's so irritating, man. Yeah, it's totally fucked. Huh. I wonder how they did it. Oh, no. Now it seems to be to have returned. It may have just been a torpedo that temporarily... Sank the ship, and unfortunately we had to sit here and listen to me rambling and rumbling about nothing for a good 15 minutes now, 10 minutes, the best laid plans, no kidding. No, it's not back, but it is not working very well. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. We'll see how long it takes for him to get back to me. In the meantime, um, where was I? This fucking guy. They think it's funny, man. Is the, why is the minister hiding the, 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 number, the true number of people not living in Canada who got the serve? 
Minister. Following a steep decline of 27% in the first half of the 2020, corporate profits rebounded to 61%. Above oh, corporate profits? Did you seriously just talk about fucking corporate profits, Bo? Tape that we could just hit play on. I guess that's a question for the minister. Minister. Mr. Speaker, I'm sure there's all kinds of technological advancements available, but I can tell you that uh, the wage subsidy helped over 450,000 employers. Member for Carlton. Is there a technological advance that might help the minister answer the question? <laughs> minister. Mr. Speaker, the rent subsidy helped more than 213,000 businesses I can't. stay afloat. That's I can't. Uh, you're all a joke. You're all a joke. People are really suffering, like more than they've ever suffered in the history of this country. The mental health of basically everyone I know is in the toilet. Um, those that haven't killed themselves yet, that is. Never mind the, you know, stress of, you know, their employers uh, being kicked out of schools and, you know, and forced to endure this complete... And on top of all that, you're spending money at a pace that is eclipsing. We, we've spent more money than both world wars combined adjusted for inflation now, and most of the money hasn't even, has, didn't even have anything to do with any of this. It's just spending on, on who knows what. But he thinks it's he thinks it's funny. These guys think it's funny. It's all a big joke. How much you get? How much you get paid again? Randy Boissonneau, is that your name? Well over one hundred fifty thousand dollars, probably. Is he a cabinet minister too? So probably if he is, he's going to be make way more than that. Glad you guys. I'm glad you guys are having such a great time. While uh, you know, we're all not so much. very leaderly of you sorry i'm just gonna try and reboot uh entropy here new session and then you can go back there if you want that may uh that might help it or it's just gonna tell me to go fuck myself oh no it's it's back there now so whatever that was it is what it is but so um there's built you understand there's buildings on fire now in australia yeah do you understand that no they don't understand it's funny because like i'm just yelling into the abyss he's never going to listen to me they don't care they, they don't think this any of this matters and uh when shit like this starts to happen it's going to take them completely uh they're not going to see it coming at all it still isn't lagging again are you kidding me check this out this is in germany now I understand several of the police officers were uh, very seriously injured. Again, I'm going to uh, ask this question again that I uh, posted to some people the other evening. Um, do you really want to put your life on the? Are you? Do you really want to put your life in danger for Doug Ford and for Justin Trudeau and, and this kind of thing? Is that really what you're about? That's what you're doing, is it? It's cool. Um, <laughs> just doing my job. Yeah, but you you don't have just a job like that that whole just doing my job thing 
that's fine if you work at like the DMV <laughs> or, uh, you know, I'm just the guy that operates the booth at the parking garage, man. Don't, I'm just, you know, you put your hand up and you volunteered. You wanted, you asked to be a doctor or a cop or a politician. You asked for that responsibility and you accepted it when it was offered to you. And now that you want to abuse it and not fulfill your obligations to the people that, that, that make your life possible in the fucking first place, you're going to hide behind just doing my job. I felt rise up in me. That doesn't seem smart. But again, so weedy. How the hell did any of us get here? I just want to go home, right? Don't we all? I'd love to go home being a time that made any anything resembling sense. Uh, yeah, the entropy chat is back there now, so if you guys want to use it, go ahead. Otherwise, you know, Rumble works fine, too. This is another guy. Uh, I don't know if I can do them in two in a row. I don't even know how to say what to say about this. So I'm just going to play it. I guess. Do I dare? Oh, this is... I don't know if I want to. We'll try. I'll try to get through this and, and not murder myself. So here we have Stephen Gilbo, who accused the conservatives of catering to an alleged extremist element of the party by opposing the liberals' internet regulation bill. Yes, you got it. According to the former heritage minister of this country, Justin Trudeau's minister in charge of what? Regulating the internet. He said that if you oppose internet regulation, it is because you're extremist. Here's that clip. I would ask for the date of that quote because the Justice Department itself has said otherwise. We are seeing this government mimic behavior that is consistent with a basic dictatorship. It's wrong. With their transformational edit that they just made to Bill C-10, the Liberals are trying to give themselves the power to control what Canadians can read online, what they post on social media, and the videos that they watch on YouTube. Again, it's wrong. Why is the government doing this? So here we have Stephen Gilbo doing this. The Honourable Minister. Well, Mr. Speaker, that press release was issued yesterday. Um, I think what we're seeing now is, you know, these are big, powerful, in fact, some of the wealthiest corporations uh, on the planet. And clearly, uh, the, the member opposite and, and, and her party are just afraid to stand up to them. And again, it seems that the Conservative Party is listening to the most extremist element of their party, as they have on very important issues such as climate change or women's rights to choose. Didn't you get arrested for eco-terrorism? You did. I remember seeing the pictures. Aren't you a criminal? Aren't you like a fucking idiot, though? 
Don't these big giant corporations that everybody's so afraid to stand up? Don't they donate very heavily to your your campaigns? Don't you have a personal relationship with these uh, with these companies? This has all been proven. I'm not. These aren't. These are hypothetical questions. Everyone already knows the answers to these. They just lie. He's just going to boldface lie and make up a bunch of shit. And uh, you know that's what these companies do because yeah, they need to be regulated because they're not regulated now. They're wildly out of control because he wants to. Stop things like this from happening, like when Twitter suspended the mRNA inventor, Dr. Robert Malone. Count suspended. He's going to be on Joe Rogan tomorrow, by the way. I want to make sure that doesn't happen. He had 520,000 followers, an outspoken critic of both mRNA vaccines as well as the abysmal failures of policymakers worldwide in responding to the pandemic. He was not warned or provided an opportunity to delete any offending tweets. Instead, he was just suspended. Stop using Twitter. Just stop using it. I want to. I want to see the the uh, the value of that company crater down to absolutely fucking zero. I want to see their executives jump off the tops of buildings and end their lives because they're they've lost everything because they've gone completely fucking broke and they did it because they became anti-human, oppressive uh, psychopaths that thought they could dictate what people could and could not say. What was it? Remember, how it starts with well, that's threats of violence and that's this or that. Like it always starts with something. Sticks and stones, remember that? No, no. Now it's like, we just don't like you. We went from, well, the terms of service, you know, which constantly move and shift every day. We went from that to, we just don't like it. We just don't like it. So you're not allowed to use this um, this, uh, this, this mechanism, whatever you want to call it, to speak to people in the world anymore. We're going to cut your tongue out. Everyone else can use it, but not you. We're, you're not allowed to. And, uh, well, it's just Twitter. It's not just Twitter. All these companies are owned by all the same people. There's some alternative ones that are starting up, like Gab, for example, and you've got Entropy and uh, some others. But, uh, you know, we're way behind. They've got quite a stranglehold on it because we were lazy. We were lazy and we let them get away with it. And every time they pushed and asked and, and tried to claw and get a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, we just let them do it. And we go, oh, well, and people made excuses for them. And they said, who but my private company. I'm a private company. Remember all of this crap? The tweet I used um, <laughs> as like a thumbnail for this in a number of places. It says, hundreds of millions spent on camps, but no money on the homeless. Millions spent on tracking innocent people. But no money to track pedophiles. That's not doable. Millions spent on campaigns to vax every citizen, but not illegal immigrants. There's definitely something wrong with this picture. Yep. I'd say there's something wrong. I'd, I'd, I'd say something is uh, something's going sideways here. And... It's our fault, really. We, we, we let this happen because of apathy and weakness, uh, you know, and, and people, nobody wanted to do anything about it. Nobody, not really. You don't want to, they don't want to suffer. They want to pay a price. Um, I have a video from uh, Goggins I might want to play later. David Goggins is a, is a real, uh, uh, as far as getting your, your mind together and, and, you know, being the master of the, your own thoughts and, and th this guy is probably the champion. He's done things that are like really impressive isn't even the word. It it, it defies almost I I don't know. I don't if you haven't read his book, you should. 
But he's got one real uh, thing absolutely down, and it's, uh, it's suffering. That's, that's why you're here. That's why we're here. Because that's how you grow, and that's how you learn, and that's how you become a, a stronger person. You, you don't get it by, like, you know, sleeping all day, living on cheese. Like, every day of my life has been super easy and wonderful. And it, Well, then what? So what? Like, what are you doing? Just being a sloth? Like, that's not, you're not living, you're not doing anything. There's so much you could be doing, but we don't because it's difficult. Nobody wants to get up early in the morning. Nobody wants to go to the gym. Nobody wants to go run outside. They don't want to do any of this shit. I don't. <laughs> I hate doing it. But, you know, on the other side of that is 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 the reward. Forcing yourself to, you know, attack an obstacle, something that you want to do, kind of, but you don't. You like the idea of it. Who doesn't want to be in great shape? Who doesn't want to, you know, be that disciplined and have their life? Oh, everyone would be like, yeah, is there a pill for that? See, there's, there's the problem, isn't it? Can I, can I just press a button and automatically? No! No. You must be made pure through suffering. You have to uh, earn it. And that's how it works. And when I see these people up there, you know, that fucking guy, and they're all laughing, and they're all fat and stupid and oblivious, <laughs> they didn't earn anything. They don't deserve to tell anybody what to do about anything. They're selfish, they're entitled, and, you know, the worst of all, they're in a position that they could do something. They could say something. They could put themselves on the right side of everything that's happening. They could put their, their career on the line, their, and you know, because you know, you know what's going to happen. As soon as you step on a line, they chose not to do They choose not to do that. They choose to just hush up and be quiet and not, not make noise because it's easier for them personally. Well, I don't really give a shit what's easier for you personally. That's not, that's not your job. You were elected to do a job. Your job is this, and you've chosen not to do it. Oh, well, the data says... I don't give a shit about the data. Can we see the data? Oh, not for 75 years is when we can see the data. And who told you, who told you this was okay? Was it the 15 fucking lobbyists from AstraZeneca that surround your office every day? At what point exactly did we forget? We all, we all knew my entire life that big pharmaceutical companies are fucking evil. Like my entire life. This wasn't a controversial thing to say at all until two years ago. When I was a kid in the 90s, if somebody was on pills, it was weird. I don't mean, you know, kids. My, I mean, if you're an adult, if you're a 25-year-old man, a 35, 40, whatever, in 1996, and you're like, well, I take these for my depression, I take these ones to sleep, and I take these ones to wake up, and I take these ones because those was, that one plus that one makes it so my dick doesn't work, and then I take these ones to stay awake, and I take these ones to drive my car, and then I take this one for blood pressure, and I take this one for, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you, dying? What the hell, man? Nobody, this wasn't a thing. They've normalized this. Now it's weird if you don't have multiple prescriptions. Because everybody else does it. It's norm, It must be normal. Look how many people are doing it. Yeah, look how many people are obese. Look how many people are committing suicide and on fentanyl. And look how many fucking teenage girls are on OnlyFans. 
Just because it's popular doesn't mean it's fucking smart or that it makes any sense. And um, pretty clearly, pretty sure, we all knew billionaire pharmaceutical companies, of which, again, like Pfizer, have had to settle the biggest, biggest criminal settlements in court in the history of the United States. They lost billions. They lost billions for lying, for bribing people, for bribing doctors, for for creating false data and false everything so they could get their fucking way and get their goddamn hands into your pockets and take your money and get their drugs into your system. That's what they did. And then all of a sudden, out of the fucking blue, they, whoa, we played some scary music on CNN and Anderson Cooper looks worried. So now, now they're all angels. Let's just get whatever they want. Two shots, three shots, 15 shots. Nobody goes anywhere. You're banned from the grocery store maybe cps has to come take your kids it all makes perfect fucking sense it's all totally normal why oh well because people get sick sometimes as they always have you can look at the seasonal flu graph it goes up and it goes down it goes up and it goes down it's the same every year average mortality rate same every year number of deaths it's the same it's flat it's flat for fucking decades in fact this is one of the safest times to exist ever, except that now murder has hit a 30-year high like it was. It, well, we were doing pretty good there until a few years ago, until we started to let these assholes make all kinds of changes, and no one opposed them. Somewhere, somewhere between Y2K and the movie Fight Club being released, and you know the George Bush recount with the Florida machines and all, all of that, and then 9-11, and now... Somewhere in there, everyone decided it not only was it okay that the government, billionaire executives, people like Bill Gates, they used to make cartoons about how evil he was in The Simpsons routinely because everyone knew he was fucking evil. Everyone, everyone knew this. It wasn't controversial. It was like, well, yeah, obviously. It's like everyone's gone retarded. Everyone's gotten stupid or something. Well, that was before. That was before what? I saw a tweet, was it Lee's Telegram or somebody was? He's like, uh, we've all had a really hard year this year. It's been me too. I've had a hard year. You've made, you you like quadrupled your fucking personal fortune of which was already, you were one of the richest men in the world. You're having a hard year? Are you kidding me? We're purging the military. We're purging the police. We're firing healthcare staff. That alone, that one thing alone is proof. And it's interesting what people consider proof. Well, where's the proof? Where's the evidence? That's evidence. Actions, behavior, like think decisions that they've chosen is an ev- is evidence of something. It's an evidence of their mindset. So they're on the one hand, they're telling you, oh, we're going to overwhelm the hospitals. And oh, my God, this is why we have to take away your civil liberties and fuck with your lives and torture your children and take your jobs because we got to save the hospitals. Right. OK, but we're also going to fire all kinds of critical staff because fuck the hospitals. Does that make sense? No, it doesn't make sense. Why doesn't it make sense? Because they know it's bullshit. And this has nothing to do with anything else other than controlling you and making sure you take your medicine, do what you're told, and get your fucking QR code. Get your vax pass. That's all it is. Otherwise, they would be bringing doctors and nurses out of retirement. There would be subsidies. They, they would be paying fortunes 
to fly in available doc people that well i guess i could come back i don't care where you're at nicaragua south korea get back here we'll pay for your flight we'll pay for everything we're that desk we need that many more people and instead of spending 20 million dollars on a fucking app nobody uses maybe you could have built an entire hospital you stupid son of a bitch and I'm supposed to believe you. Oh, no. No, don't listen to him. I'm just crazy. I don't know what I'm talking about. Justin Trudeau is a, is a very you know prestigious. He's a renowned thinker. He's a brilliant man. He's got answers you couldn't possibly. All they do is stupid, mind-numbingly stupid bullshit. It's obvious. It's not veiled it's not a secret code. I don't need a. I don't need to give out a, a. You know, sign up here for this subscription, and I'll send you my decoder ring, and then you'll know the. Se- it's fucking obvious. What's going on? Obvious. It's as obvious as getting punched in the face. I used to do this joke too. This was Canada forever. Just getting punched in the face. Oh, what are you doing? Fight back. You're being assaulted. Defend yourself, you idiot. I just know. And the whole thing comes from people just being too afraid to accept reality. That's too scary for a number of reasons. It's scary that the government uh, is evil or incompetent. It's many things. It's incompetent. It's Some of them are evil. Some of them are just completely fucking stupid and retarded. That's why they put them in there. They're not hiring. Uh, they're not hiring smart people to do these jobs. Smart people with a soul that care about the well-being of the country they're in, because they would see these plans and agendas are given and going, "I'm not doing this. This is going to be terrible for everybody. Why would I do these things?" So they don't get to be in charge. You get you get sycophant, narcissist pieces of garbage like that motherfucker who's in there laughing about the fact that they're bankrupting the country. You get people like Christian Freeland. And Jagmeet Singh and and, and, and and Trudeau and the rest of them. And, you know, that's who you put in there to run your... Because they couldn't care less. Where is this son of a bitch anyway? Oh, I thought I had a Jagmeet... Yeah, look at this. The that's idea- exactly what I'm talking about. Look at this motherfucking... The idea of not following public health guidelines and not wanting to do their part to stop the spread of an infection is very much in line with this extreme right-wing ideology of not caring about people, not supporting the people around you. Thing is seen getting out of a car with a provincial NDP staffer. Neither of them is wearing a mask on their face, and they hug. Yeah, I still have the mask around my neck, and uh, one of those things I just forgot uh, that I was not yet actually safe. <sighs> yeah, you're an extreme, you're basically a terrorist that just hates people if you don't follow the rules. Well, I don't have to. Rules for thee, but not for... They're all like this. Or you're just picking on Jagmeet. No, they're all the same. They're all... He's not even, like, a piece of shit in the NDP, but they're mostly good people. That's the leader. Aaron O'Toole is the leader of the Conservative Party. Justin Trudeau is the leader of the Liberal Party. Not the busboy. Not the sandwich guy. Not even the backbencher, you know, mouth-breathing guy who likes to sniff glue. No, and you have to hide all the glue from him so he doesn't bring glue. And you have to have, like, all right, no, nobody brought glue today, right? Nobody did? Okay, because we got that one kid. He keeps eating it, and you know, so we don't have glue in the classroom. He's not even that guy. He's the boss. And, and these people are supposed to offer any kind of solutions. How exactly? 
They're all literally fucking retarded. And if they're not just tripping over their non-existent dicks, they're lying and they're stealing. And they think it's funny and they laugh at you because you know what? There's never been any consequences. Why would it why would it start now? What do they care? Get mad. I read a couple of these. Black guy bigot says, "Sorry, I'm late. You wouldn't believe Mr. Butterball himself picked up a GSG 16 today. You didn't hear it from me, really? A GSG 16. That's funny too. That's what Buster. That's what Butterball went. <laughs> hmm. Maybe he doesn't like an angry mob outside his house. He knows he's gonna have to turn that in, right? Because gun control. I hope so." Yeah, this lag spiking shit is crazy. I don't know what's going on with that. CRJ says he hasn't even seen anything like the extremism that will follow this Weimar government. You can't do this to people for this long and, and think nothing's going to happen, man. Hailbilly Deluxe says, um, Gilb, or, or Glib, Gilb, uh, Gilb, I get it now, yes, wants us to regulate uh, extremists. We know how to regulate real extremists. The Boog in Blue Tarka says, Let he who hath one caliber by many, a diversified caliber portfolio, is looked upon kindly by the Lord Boogalodians. 22 LR. Yes. Yes, indeed. Let me just check the uh, rumble still hanging in there. It's interesting. It's The uh, the bit rate is all over the place. It's very unstable. I don't know why. I have to go and check with that later. Um, What was I talking about? Who cares? Who, who even knows anymore? Cares? It's all the same. It's all the same. Um, like the things he's gotten away. I mean, we could be here for a while naming off the crimes that these that these politicians have have gotten away with, like openly, blatantly. Is there ever going to be an explanation for the for that massacre in Nova Scotia? Nope. Probably not. Does anyone even care? When's the last time you ever heard anybody ask about that? I'm sure it may come up again soon since the uh, gun confiscation is uh, only a few months away now. How's that going for you, CCFR? You're just right on, all on top of that, aren't you? How many ethics violations has Trudeau had, right? Oh my God! And 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 they just they skate away forever. And at the very most, you might get somebody to resign and have a, a fake crocodile tear apology and resign. Meanwhile, in Australia, um, a teenager, a 19-year-old Ralph McIntosh, is looking at prison, two years, hard time, because he went to a nightclub after finding out he was COVID positive. Well, you know what? I bet he probably felt fine and thought, "Fuck, this is stupid," uh, because it is. And he felt fine because he was fine. Because that that's how real life works. When you're sick, there's symptoms of that. And if you don't have any symptoms, that's sick. That's what being sick fucking means. So what he's going <laughs> to... You're going to spread the thing that only 99.9% of us survive from, just like the flu. How dare you? Put him in prison for two years. That's crazy. That is a tyrannical police state, a medical state, a medical uh, tyrannical state. Did you know in Manitoba it's time to get your fourth shot? Fourth. Did you think we were still on three? We skipped three. We're going right to four now. Uh, 
Manitoba quietly begins recommending fourth dose for immunocompromised. Oh, yes, of course. The immunocompromised. They need it, absolutely. When when are we getting five? What about six, seven, eight, teen, 30, 5,000, million, billion, trillion, zillion? End of it, you know. Let's just, like that movie, you know, don't look up. Let's just get an asteroid, a, a comet, filled with the vaccine, and then slam it into the fucking Earth. Would that be enough? Is that enough doses then? Because I keep seeing on record cases and record records. It's worse than ever. It's worse than ever. Well, you people have been in control the whole time. And it's only gotten worse and worse and worse and worse. And everyone's lives have gotten worse and worse and worse and worse. And restrictions go up and up and up. Lives get worse. Restrictions go up and rules go up and taxes go up. And everything goes up. Everything keeps getting worse. Maybe uh, you should fucking resign. Maybe you should be fired. You don't know what you're doing. You're not good at the things that you're doing. You're terrible at it. That is literally the best case scenario. Or you do know what you're doing and you're just evil. Which one is it? Are you so stupid? Are you so galactically stupid that you don't understand what's going on? This is just my, just baffling. Or you do, and you don't care because you're evil. It can't be both. Either way, uh, I'd say you got to go. Or is that... Uh, is that too controversial of a thing to say? I'm going to be fucking ripped here soon. How much do we pay you? Millions in salaries. Pierre called him a fucking cassette tape player. Can we just get a cassette tape in here and save some money? That's what he said. He said that to him. And he was right. It's a sea of NPCs. No one in there... If none of them showed up to work for a year, nothing would happen. Wouldn't make any difference. So what do they? What do we need them for? What do we need them for? Oh, and they're stealing uh, crazy amounts of money, and ruining your lives, and attacking your children, and so on. says bit rate all over because they have to pay 10,000 fed asshats to watch. <laughs> it's probably only like two. TYZ49 says you have to watch this when you have time. I'll have to save the link. Jerusalem's Cross says will Butterboy even be able to shoot that thing properly around with all that fat? Where's the security? Oh, they're there. Oh, 
Somebody on uh, Rumble said, like, I don't think they're going to do the lockdowns again. They already, they already are. Have you been to Atlanta, Canada? You, everything's closed. You can't go anywhere. Capacity reductions, the whole, yeah, they're, do, they're still doing it. And you got to be, you know, masks on inside, outside, everywhere. I had a dream and or premonition that uh, the masks are going to be like, you have to wear them outside everywhere all the time. Like if a police officer sees you without a mask on, you're going to jail. Or you're going to get fined or something. Like that, I, I predict that's going to happen. Or they're going to push for that somehow. It's so, it's so insane. Anderson Paladin says, job gave me a month to get needle raped. They can eat, cr- oh no. <sighs> they can eat Christian Freeland's hairy hot <laughs> Asshole, 2022 year of the bigot. Um, I mean, I read it technically. <laughs> That's what you get. Stop trying to make me. That's man. That was disturbing. That disturbed me very deeply on a level. That's profound. That's I'm very, I may not recover from that one. Oh man. Oh, there's so much. And and look at this. Huh. This is this is you would think this is out of a movie. This is in Liverpool, United Kingdom. These are real human beings walking around. This guy's not even wearing a mask for some reason. This guy is under his nose. This guy's got nothing. Says get boosted now. They're walking around with TVs mounted to their bodies as walking advertisements. Reminders to, you know, obey the government. This is straight out of 1984. This is insane. This is one of the most insane things I think I've ever seen. And, I mean, well, I'm just doing my job. He probably he paid me 50 bucks to walk around with this all on all day. Yeah, you never asked if you could. and You, <laughs> you only asked if you could, and you didn't stop to ask if you should. I don't even, oh, the rising number of Omicron cases, right. Yeah, we're not, we're, everyone's fine. What's the death rate? How many people are in hospital? What's the mortality rate? What are the odds of survival? You know, numbers that, things that people, that used to matter in a conversation with adults that whose brains worked. These were things that you would ask. I thought this was, uh, this is Aaron Rodgers, football player. If you guys follow the NFL and all, I'm not, I mean, not so much, but I know who Aaron Rodgers is. It says, science that can't be questioned is propaganda. Oh, boy. Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers on Tuesday took aim at the criticism he says he has received for his views. And uh, Oh, he says it right on the show. I mean, you know, I've gotten accused of spreading misinformation uh, when I talk about my, you know, the treatment plan that I used uh, to get better that's been used by a number of people and doctors. If you watched uh, Dr. McCullough on Rogan, Who's, he's a cardiologist, epidemiologist. He goes at length to talk about, and he's double vaxxed. He talks about the treatment plans that he uses with people. I think one of my issues, and I've, I've brought this up many times, is one, they don't talk about the fact that uh, you know guys are, are getting better using this. This uh, People are getting better using these things. That's fine. You don't want to talk about that. But how come in a league where we're seeing, what, 51 guys on the list yesterday? 100. There's still zero conversation at least publicly, around treatment options for people that that test positive. I do know behind the scenes, this is 100% true, there are many teams who are using 
or recommending a lot of the same treatments that I got for their weird so Dr. Joe Rogan. <laughs> there's treatments being talked about behind closed doors, but publicly, I don't understand why we can't talk about treatments and, and cause we, you're fucking cowards. Well, maybe not Aaron Rodgers, but that, that is the reason they all know it's over, man. The jig is up. No one, you know, I, I was talking to somebody else today. I was in one of the hospitals here uh, recently and uh, asked the nurse about it. It's like, so well, how's the hospital dead? Dead. Nobody in there. Empty. <laughs> All right. Emptier than a church in hell. There was nobody in there. And, and, and you know, they asked the nurse, they go, how are you? Like, we're over. I'm, we're so over this. This is so fucking stupid. Like, we're done. The only people that still believe that, that are, are, are brainwashed zombies that sit in front of their TVs all the time. And then they accuse you of not knowing what the hell you're talking about. It's really hilarious. And I, you know, I don't know. Did I say this last time? Imagine, because it's going to be somebody. Imagine being in a circle of friends, like the 20 people, like whatever your, your social circle is. Imagine that. And now imagine being the last person in that group to understand what's actually happening. Like, you're the last person. The other 19 people are like, oh, man, this is a grim reality we're dealing with. And then there's one's like, How, I can't believe you guys are not getting your seventh booster. Like, are you guys fucking crazy? Like, um, Vicky, do we have to put you down? Like, are you okay? We might have just, we didn't think you'd last as many boosters, to be honest with you. We thought you would, but we want you to get another one because, I mean, let's just get it over with. You know what I mean? But how, how are they? Triple vax, quadruple. We need four now, guys. We need four. Uh, yeah, behind the scenes, of course. Everybody's. How how long are you going to ignore reality? And at the expense of your own national security, thousands of Marines are denied religious exemptions in a political purge of the Marine Corps because, of course, that's super good for the nation. Days ago, it was first revealed that despite the Department of Defense offering a religious exemption as part of the uh, mandate, not a single one has been approved, nor in Canada either. I can attest to that personally. Uh, at a time, uh, at a time, at least 169 Marines were already discharged through refusal. Ah, it's just we're just firing companies of troops left and right. Three thousand requests for religious accommodation have been denied. <laughs> oh. Oh my God! You got about ten thousand, nearly ten thousand Marines who are still unvaccinated. That's a lot of people to send home, isn't it? That have a certain particular set of skills. Over nine thousand Marines still unvaccinated. Over a hundred. Oh man! Brilliant! It's all so smart. It's all so amazing. Um, I said before too. I have this great little story here from the from Solzhenitsyn that's interesting to read about being on the right side of history and doing the right thing. The right thing is always hard. You notice that? If there's ever a, if there's ever a time when you're like I'm not sure what the right thing to do is, what's harder to do? What is the one what is the one you want to do least because it sucks the most to do? That's probably the right thing to do. In my in my opinion, in my experience. Well, I could hide under some coats, change my name. And now, I could accept responsibility for what I've done and suffer the consequences and hope to learn from the experience and be a better person in the future. Yes, yes, that is that was the right answer. 
That's the one. Fuck, I might as well just read it now. This is, um, just came across this randomly. But uh, Alexander Solzhenitsyn wrote a letter to a friend of his when she was critical of Joseph Stalin and Stalin's conduct of the war. The letter was uh, discovered by Soviet intelligence authorities and Solzhenitsyn uh, was sentenced to eight years in a work camp. <sighs> what do you think Solzhenitsyn's YouTube channel would look like if he were around today? You know, oh, he's definitely going to the gulag for that one. When his term ended, Solzhenitsyn was sent to an, an internal exile in rural Kazakhstan. While there, he would experience a philosophical and religious transformation that informed the rest of his life's work. In 56, he was released from exile and permitted to return to Moscow, where he taught at high school and secretly began writing his novel, One Day in the Life of Ivan Denisovich, describing life in a Stalin's work camp. Secretly writing a book about how fucked everything is, because... You can't let that get out, because if the government knows you're doing that, you're going to go right back to prison. This is real life. This isn't a movie. This is how it was already on planet Earth when these types of people are permitted to be in charge, and they're doing it again. The same thing is happening again. The same patterns, the same behaviors, the same instincts. It's all exactly the same. Um, they're going to put people in prison. They're going to take the right, and it's only going to get worse until they're stopped. The difference is we have the, we have this. We know better. You could argue at the time, well, no one knew how bad it was really going to be. Well, now we do. So we have no excuse. We have literally no excuse. Is it easier to, to hide? Is it easier to pretend all of this isn't happening? It's easier to pretend that, you know, this guy never existed and, you know, kids aren't being sent to prison for going to nightclubs because Makaronu, you know, the thing that no one is, it's not hurting it. It's, you know, doing nothing. All the nurses and doctors being fired and all. Is it easier to say nothing about any of this? Just be quiet and hope it all goes away and just continue to stuff your face and watch television? Or is it easier to accept your responsibility? Because we all have a responsibility. This, this is the thing. This country and, the, and this, this all belongs to all of us. We all live here and occupy it together. We're all responsible for it. And if only some of us are going to bother fucking saying anything or trying to do anything, then it's not really going to work, is it? Obviously, what I'm, what I'm going to say is, it's no, it's not easier. It's easier to sit there and hide. It's not easier to go and put yourself and put a target on your back and have, you know, risk, you know, losing your job and your employment and suffer the abuse and the harassment, and the ostracization. Maybe they'll come after your bank accounts. Maybe who, who knows what will happen? It's not easier. It's going to suck. But it's. But it's the right thing to do. So, what are you here for? What is your life all about? What kind of person are you? Uh, there's another video from JP Sears. I might play later if I have time. But um, it's funny, sorta, but it's very dark because they're they're bringing some real serious, scary laws into into New York, like real, pretty close to. We're getting close to Soviet Union territory, if not on par. Um, people going to jail, no trial, that kind of shit. We just decide you're a, you're a health, you're a public health risk. Jail, yeah. Just hide. It'll go away somehow. We'll do, or just run away. How about that? We'll just go to a different country. We'll go hide out in a different place, and we'll just you know, and then everything will be fine. Maybe for a little while. You think it's not going to come find you there? And eventually, you're gonna have you're gonna run out of places to go, and no one's gonna be around to help you. 
finish this story. In 1960, Solzhenitsyn risked showing the manuscript to a Soviet editor because Khrushchev was attempting to purge the Union, uh, Soviet Union uh, of Stalinism. He personally approved the book's publication. It became a smash hit, but Solzhenitsyn didn't remain long in favor. Subsequent works were prohibited as being anti-Soviet, and after Khrushchev was removed from power, Solzhenitsyn was deemed a non-person. And the KGB raided his home, seized his manuscripts. During this time, Solzhenitsyn was, se- was secretly writing his Gulag Archipelago, a three-volume examination of life in Soviet labor camps, hiding portions of the manuscript at homes of various friends. In 73, after the KGB had located and seized one of the three copies of the manuscript, Solzhenitsyn had a microfilmed copy smuggled out of the country, and in December it was published in Paris. How gangster is this guy? The Soviet authorities felt somewhat constrained in what they could do to Solzhenitsyn, who had been awarded the Nobel Prize for Literature in 1970 as it was an international celebrity, The Politburo considered sentencing him to life in prison, but instead deported him to West Germany. (laughs) Oh, no, you kicked me out of the fucking communist nightmare. Solzhenitsyn made his way to the United States, where he lived and worked for almost 20 years, 20 years, kicked out of your home. While he praised and admired Western liberty and democratic values, Solzhenitsyn criticized the West for underappreciating, devaluing, and misusing them. He also criticized the West's cultural weakness and its loss of religious and spiritual grounding. After the fall of the Soviet Union, Solzhenitsyn returned to Russia, where he was received as a hero. He died in August 2008 at age 89. His birthday was December 11th, 1918. So in the end, you know, some people credit the the, the end of the Soviet Union on this guy's book because there's just rumors, there's stories, but but this, this got out there. It went big time, and everybody knew, and it was too late. After everything they did to him, the punishment, he already, already spent eight years in a prison camp. He was exiled to Kazakhstan, and he's still fucking banging away. He can't be stopped. His resolve is infinite. He can't be stopped. They'd have to kill him. And maybe they thought they probably considered it. But in the end, he endured all that suffering and all that bullshit and all, all of it, and he ended, and he won. He won. And now we all know his name. Um, that, I mean, if that doesn't impress you as a story, I don't know what to tell you. That's a pretty heroic thing that to, thing to do. Now, the only way this is going to work. You know, you always do the same things you've always done. You're going to get the same results you've always got. And you, love, you know, that, that, just shut up! I know, Billy, I know, it's cringy. Um, but I, I thought that was interesting at the end that, that he criticized Western civil West. It was like, oh, they're weak. They're weak. They look at all, they've got all this stuff. And this was in like the 70s, he said this. Look at all the, li- all the freedom of the free. You could, you could smoke and drink and drive in the 70s. And it was like, meh. 
<laughs> no seatbelt, hammered, like, well, you know, be more careful next time. Not that we... I'm just saying, it was a pretty fast and loose time compared to today. And it all got squandered. All the best parts of having that, you know, a lot of... Free, it's all gone. It's all gone now. You better watch what you say. You better watch where you go. You better watch what you wear. You better watch what you post, what you like, what you click on, what you share, what you retweet. You better watch yourself all the time. No one will respect your your sovereignty as, as a human being anymore. In fact, maybe it'll ban you from grocery stores. Because we lost it all because we were weak. He was right. We weren't willing to defend it or fight for it or, or do anything. And, the, and how are we going to do that? How do, we, how do you become not weak? Well, you start by doing it one day at a time. Nobody nobody goes from, you know, I'm going to play this Goggins video here in a minute. It's only a couple of minutes, but it's he's absolutely right. The guy was like 300 pounds. He was a fat, disgusting mess. And he went from an incredibly weak human being. And he'll tell you himself, just a big pussy. Like, I was a joke. You know, I, I didn't. To probably one of the toughest men to ever live. Like, he's got to be up there. I don't know how much more. I don't know what else there is to do that he hasn't done that would prove to me that this man is mentally indestructible. I don't know what else there is. It didn't happen overnight. He made a decision and he started working on it. And he started, you know, you set some goals and you work on them. And there's, like I said, there's always there's something about all of us that we can all try to do better at or, or work on. And if you're not trying, why would you expect anything? How is anything going to get better? How are any of us going to survive or win or thrive or, or come out on top of all this if we all just sit around hoping somebody else is going to come fix it for us? I hope Donald Trump comes back. Donald Trump, fuck him. There's nobody to vote for. There's no demagogue person. There's no... We all have to do this collectively and, and get fucking serious about ourselves and about our destiny and about our future and, and what we're going to what we're gonna do about it and how we're going to defend ourselves. But if we just sit around doing the same shit, well, what, what, what would change? We didn't change anything. We just sat there and reacted. We let it happen to us. So if it's, you know, worth anything to you at all, I just make the conscious decision that I'm not going to do nothing. It could be something as simple as, like, I'm just going to go for I'm in terrible shape. I'll go for a walk tomorrow. Just one day, and just just focus on that one day, that one thing. And then when it's over, the next day, do it again, do it again, do it again. If you can force yourself to do something for two, if you're if you, whatever it is, you want to learn a language, anything, improve yourself. Because you know, part of me is like, maybe that's why, maybe we deserve this. Maybe that's why we're here because we just we weren't good enough. We were selfish and we were lazy. And we were self-interested, and, uh, you know, even though a lot of us, we could see the comment coming, we didn't really, we thought somebody else would deal with it. Anyway, check this out. Self-discipline is everything. If you don't have it, I, I don't look at you right, because I know you're capable of more. It's not discipline so much for me. It's all on you. It's all on you. The self part. It was big. Where you're going to fail and you're going to be in your head. You're going to be saying, I'm not good enough. And it's how you get through that. It's how you get through that on a daily basis when that thing is saying, man, I'm 43. I've done so much. You start to become civilized. The refrigerator gets full. You start get, making money and you start 
I'm not getting cold anymore. I'm retired. Once in at 40, people shouldn't be playing basketball or football or, or, or being in. You start to believe this shit, and it becomes in your fucking mind like. There's people who are retiring, you know, at 40-something years old or, or 30-something years old. At 43, I'm still putting 100-mile weeks, still doing thousands of pull-ups, thousands of push-ups, because I'm not allowing myself to become civilized. The worst thing that can happen to a man is become civilized. You lose that fucking fight. You, 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 you lose that, why the fuck am I doing this shit? I'm good. You ain't good, man. You ain't never fucking arrived. And that's just my mentality. You may have more, but you'd never fucking arrive. You want to be uncommon amongst uncommon people. Period. We have two voices in our mind. And boy, I know they're fucking true. I've heard them. I hear them now. <laughs> and they're real. It's that one voice. That voice I used to love to fucking hear. We love to hear. It's that soft motherfucker. That soft motherfucking voice that says, sleep the fuck in. It's okay. It's that coddling voice. You want to be hugged and nurtured and all that shit. That says, it's going to be okay. Well, there's another motherfucking voice that wakes you up in the middle of the night. It's that demon fucking voice that whispers in your fucking ear. That says, get up, motherfucker. You're not fucking good enough. You got to work fucking harder. You haven't put enough time in it. That voice you want to run away from. It's that voice you don't want to fucking hear. But guess what? It's that voice you need to fucking listen to. Every foot strike that hits the pavement. That's how I feed myself. Motherfuckers look for inspiration. Inspiration's found. And every footstep you take. Every grasp of that fucking iron bar. All that shit, all the miles were pulled. Inspiration is found in suffering. In life, a lot of us believe that we're working much harder than we actually are. We think if we fucking got up early for four days, we've earned something. You gotta drop your entitled mindset. It's dead weight. We believe you work harder than we actually have. Trust me, most of us haven't. The one thing in life you gotta realize is this. Learn to help yourself. Don't count on other people to help you. We're all being tested in life. And guess what? This is one test you can't cheat on. We all have our own test. Some of us are obese. Some of us are depressed. Some of us are insecure. And the only way to overcome it is for you and you alone to face it. You have to do your best work when you're at least motivated. So those days you don't want to do it, guess what you got to do? You got to suck it the fuck up and do it. Stay hard. He's a guy I, I really respect and I listen to because he fucking earned that shit. All, everything he said was true. It's all true. I know exactly what he's talking about. He went he went in a way harder went way harder in the paint than I probably ever fucking will, I'll be honest. Let's say that. But I know what he means. I know exactly what he's talking about, and he's absolutely fucking right. And he earned it. That wasn't that, that he didn't download that. He didn't read that from a book. He earned that knowledge and that wisdom through suffering and through pain and through refusing to quit and to give up and he evolved and he fucking leveled up. And he became a fucking goddamn monster of a person. 
He was a fat, obese guy that lived on milkshakes and donuts and sprayed for cockroaches. Now, 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 it is a, and he had a hole in his heart this whole time. He was a Navy SEAL. He did selection three times in a fucking row, broke both his legs. Didn't, nope, didn't quit, kept going. And now look at him. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a guy, that's a, that is a man worth listening to. Because that is not something you get. That is, that's the old-fashioned way. Like when he said, I don't, these people that are, you know, I don't listen to you. Like, look at you. you what have you ever done? You don't, why, why in the fuck would I listen to Robert Strang? Why the fuck would I listen to anything Jagmeet Singh has to say to me? Who the fuck do you think you are, man? You're nothing. You're literally nothing. Justin Trudeau, why, why, do, you, why do you exist? Because your dad was famous. And you've got money and your family's connected. Otherwise, <laughs> you'd probably be shooting up heroin and, you know, behind a skate park somewhere in Seattle right now. If you even lived that long. You drug addicted fuck. These people aren't serious people. So the, here's the thing. Imagine if David Goggins was instead an evil human being. He spends a lot of his time with kids and charities. and like, This guy is just a fucking beauty. Go read his book if you haven't heard of him. If that guy was in charge and that guy was like, you're going to take this fucking vaccine or I'm going to fuck you up, I would be very concerned because that is not a guy that's fucking around. Right? We have people like him and they have what? whatever they got. Big fat butter boy. Big old fat Billy Bob butter baby. He's going to build it back better with his big bad, big old butter belly. He's a serious guy, you can tell. He's a tough guy. He's got resolve. You can see it in his face. Once he wipes those buttery sweats away, you can look into his beady little eyes and see it. He means business. And Trudeau, when you look into his dinner plate-sized eyes because he ties a kite, he means business, you can tell. They literally make me laugh. I laugh at them every day. It's hilarious to me. And it should be to you, too. They're not serious people. But if we all get fucking, you know, have fun, that's cool, whatever. I mean, when it comes to getting in here and in here, we got to get real fucking serious, and that's how we'll win. Johnson Triple Six says people are too afraid these days to ask any questions about, say, the Nova Scotia shooting. Definitely don't ask questions about uh, CV-19. I stay far away from those who ask no questions these days especially. Yeah. Quick Dub says build a house, right? Not an easy thing to do, but you did it. Now it's done. Now what are you going to do? Old Guard says this. This is from Alexander Solzhenitsyn in the book. Somebody said, uh, the Booga Blue Talk says, ask about Vegas. The FBI did it. That was in WikiLeaks. You didn't, you didn't know about that? The FBI shot all their own people and pretended it was somebody else. <laughs> WikiLeaks has the... Sh- oh, well. Old Guard, he says, uh, from Alexander Solzhenitsyn's The Gulag Archipelago, thus it is not... Or thus it is that no cruelty whatsoever passes by without impact. Thus it is that we always pay dearly for chasing after what is cheap. Ooh. 
that's true. That's fucking true. Crashman says, G'day, Rage. What's going on, everyone? Sorry I'm late. I had to deal with some Cirques. <laughs> His family is... Fa- no, you've got Circulonian family. No. Save them. Happy New Year all. Fuck you. Make me FAFO. Cheers. Roger that. Dave Davidson says, we need more crazy warriors. I would like to send out a message to all of them who listen. Go ahead. Blow it all up. <laughs> Godzilla Unchained says, on Jimmy Dore's show, uh, RFK, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., uh, said, unlike Solzhenitsyn, this time there will be no West Germany to escape to if we don't stop these tyrants. That is 100% true. I, I understand Jimmy Dore starting to come around a little bit, too. It's cra- the, the walls are, you know, this is not a stable structure we're, we're all sitting in right now. I'm, I'm not confident it's going to hold up. Uh, Reverend Chan said, I just had dinner with a close friend of Vax TV watchers. There is no hope <laughs> with public servants. Little to no hope with the others. I'm glad I did my push-ups. Um... You know, give them a shot, but if they don't, you know, they won't come, they won't come. It's like, um, you know, you've got your whole unit, you're trying to, you know, get from A to B, objective one to two, whatever it is, or, like, one guy's, or just like, I'm not going any further. Like, like we're not carrying you. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's not, if we have to leave you here, maybe we, we do. <laughs> because there's 30 of us, and I'm not risking everyone else's lives because you don't want to. That's... Nope. Actually, uh, there was a guy overseas we had. This is a true story. Uh, big fat guy, reservist. And then when he got home, he told all kinds of stories about what a hero he is. None of it's true. Um, he did absolutely. He did nothing but eat and get sent home real early. He wasn't there very long. A few weeks. They tried to take him on one patrol. Didn't make it very far. Sat down, whined. Literally at, wanted the truck. Like he thought we were in Gagetown still. Like, like a truck would pick him up and it would take him home. Like, bitch, do you know where we are right now? This is fucking Nakahone. Do you know what that means? Do you know where we are in the world? This is bad guy town. There's no truck. What? What is wrong with you? And he's like, Ugh. he wouldn't do it. So the fucking, uh, the, he was a sergeant at the time. Walked over and he pulled out a pistol. He said, I will fucking shoot you. I will kill you myself right now. Get up. <laughs> and he did. He got up. <laughs> but that story everyone hated this guy too and it was like he knew it I guess he sat there and looked around for like support from the boys and they were all like looking the other way like nobody was like it was just this sergeant and him like get the fuck up or I will kill you it was nighttime too by the way so they're doing a night patrol and he's like whining like my ankle like, well, you know, being obese and in the infantry is not a really a good fucking decision either. Shit's heavy. You know? Sometimes ankles... Think- <laughs> I will fucking kill you myself. <sighs> anyway, I don't know where that came from, but uh, something reminded me of that, and I thought I would share that lovely story. What else is going on? This is this is disturbing. Um, do we have a... Nope, just the story. So, I mean, it is Rebel News. It's Ezra Levant, whatever. But, like, he's not a terrorist. Like, he he's a guy that does a media show sort of about politics. That's it. That's, what he, that's it. That's all. And now uh, the Royal Bank has uh, blacklisted him. So he can't buy property through the bank anymore. 
I don't know what he was trying to buy, but RBC, and expected to see more of this. I know this has already happened a, a long time ago. Red Ice TV, Henrik and Lana Palmgren in the United States. Uh, Ryan Dawson's running a lot of trouble like that. Adam Green's running into a lot of trouble. Um, can't get credit cards. Can't get fucking, because this is, this is what they do. It's a private business. And now, it's, ironically, it's happening to this guy. Listen. But first, here's my proof that it was political. Here's the mortgage officer I dealt with at the Royal Bank's Calgary branch. I asked him if there was any financial weakness in the Rebel News mortgage application or my personal guarantee. And here's what he told me. So if, if you had your way, this thing would be a green light, but you're just yep. waiting on the political guy. Yep. If I had my way, yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay. Me and Joe, uh, we should be fine. If we're comfortable given the financials that you have, strong right. cash flows, no debt, basically. And the fact that, you know, you're willing to put your skin on the game kind of. But even though our application was strong, we're debt free thanks to our viewers. This Calgary banker said the head office in Toronto wanted to review it for politics and because of our strong opinions about Trudeau, the Royal Bank decided to block us. Yeah, it's just about the nature of the business altogether. Because uh, <laughs> uh, the bank has been... It's basically, it's just you as a person, really. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, shit, I went too far. I'll be blunt with you. The bank has been, you know, trying to pry away from certain, you know, uh, clients where they're kind of out there in the media and uh, come again sorry what oh what a slime ball uh, very strong opinionated you know uh which is your business in a way so we're just uh hearing something your, it's early. your business in a way <laughs> oh. to make sure that uh the bank is okay to that uh kind of uh, onboard you as a client internally. Spoiler alert, we did not clear those hurdles, even though I've done all of my personal banking at that same Royal Bank branch for decades. Spoiler alert, Ezra Levant uh, records all of his phone calls, guys. So if you're going to call him, keep that in mind. Apparently, he records all his phone calls. That was the first thing I thought was like, wait, like, so <laughs> does he just always, I think so. I think they're just always, they're always just going. Um, they hate us, man, big time. And he's not even, they'll do that to him. What the fuck are they going to do to us? There's a reason they use a lot of the language and stuff that they use. Um, you know, and you should, you should fight these people, mock them, shame them. Give them a hard time and tell them to go fuck themselves because this going along to get along shit has, has just dug us into a big hole. Turn the other cheek and all that. No, man, like we're losing and we're losing everything. And they're not saying like, uh, you know, we just don't really, uh, you're just kind of a, what do they call you? What do they call everybody? Well, you're Nazis, right? You're white supremacists and you're Nazis and you're extremists. They're comparing you to terrorists. So, you know, in the normie mind frame, who are the most who is the most evil people that have ever lived? Who is the big bad boogie? Well, obviously it's the Nazis, isn't it? And that's what they call us? So in their minds now, they've made the connection that the, the we are the same as the worst people that have ever lived. That's what they believe. They literally don't see us as human beings. And you know what they did to the Nazis? And it was okay because they were the worst people that ever lived. They fucking massacred that country. 
They bombed every building that had a roof. There, it was said at one point there wasn't a roof in Germany that didn't have a hole in it. Every railway, every road, every bridge, every farm, they bombed literally everything. Estimates of dead German civilians could, uh, could be as high as 20 million people. But it's okay because they were evil. So we firebombed women and children alive and starved them to death and we, and we cut off all their means of importing food and we blockaded them with navies and everything and, like I said, destroyed all the farms and any, any way anybody could live. We, we did it our best of fucking... They tried to annihilate... It was genocide, essentially. At what tactical purpose, what strategic purpose does that serve? Hey, you know Dresden, this city full of like art and culture and uh, actually a ton of refugees, by the way. Let's um, let's firebomb that into oblivion. But why should we do that, Bomber Harris? I just don't like the Germans. That's all. I just want to kill as many as possible. Like those aren't soldiers, man. That what are you doing? That's a war. That's a criminal act. That's a war crime. I noticed the Germans never did that to any French cities. They did bomb Amsterdam pretty savagely them once. You know what I mean? So the reason I bring that up is that that all of that was all okay because they were the mean, nasty word things that the TV man said. And now you're that mean, nasty, bad person. So if it was okay, everything that happened to them was okay. Well, well then what can what what should be done about you? What should they do to you? You're just as bad. You're literally a Nazi. So you know. How long until they, you know, decide to take things up a notch? And that's why it's so dangerous to call people things like this. Because it, it, it's going to justify other things in the minds of the bystander, the people that don't know any better. They don't know what the fuck is going on. But I heard that guy was evil, so I guess, you know, take their, chill, take their kids away because, I mean, they're Nazis. That's what I heard. They're sick fucks. They're sick and they're evil. And and that's the people that we're trying to like, you know. <laughs> There's like 80% of the people in the middle, they don't know or care what's going on. They're just going to follow whoever's stronger. But the, the core of them on the other side, man, they're not... Uh, Call them what they are, and that and that's why they call people Nazis. They 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 made it. They 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 bring up a boogeyman figure that people can you know recall from their decades of uh, programming from you know Netflix and Spielberg movies and all all of that crap. So you're gonna have oh yeah they yeah the evil people I remember from all of the all of the all of the media I fucking consumed over the last thirty years. I remember they're like those people. Oh they're awful. They're mean. They're evil. Yeah, that's why I call them commies because they are commies, and you can look that up. Somebody can look up what a communist is. You can look up Pol Pot. You can look up Castro. You can look up Stalin or Lenin or Kaganovich or any of these fucking psychos or Gendrick Yagoda who killed, fuck, I don't know, how many, how many Christians did he kill? Tens of millions, like an insane amount. Don't, they're not leftists. They're not progressive. Like, that doesn't mean anything. It do, you can't, what, what does that mean? Well, it depends on the person. Communist is very fucking specific, whether they know it or not. They're aim they're aiding and abetting this cause. Yeah, then you're just as you're just as bad because they don't they don't see that any differently on our end. They fucking tried to hang the kid that was like the radio operator at Auschwitz. 
It's like 18. Literally, just answered the phone. That was my job. <laughs> but they tried to kill him, right? He He's not a Heinrich Himmler. He's a private. He's no one. Kill him! Well, what's good for the goose, as they say, and the gander, I suppose. You want to play? We're putting everybody on teams now, are we? Oh, it's so sick. And, you know, it's like they, they don't even realize what they're doing. Like, that, that is what they say, man. We'll just call them all the worst things in the universe, and then... Uh, then you can do whatever you want to them because, well, they're the worst things in the universe. And shouldn't you want to? And there's the other side of it. What do you mean you don't want to kill the Nazis? This guy does not want to kill all the Nazis, you know? You see, this could really, really, really run out of control. Oh, I, I'm sorry. It already has. It already has. You can't basically... Uh, I can't leave the country. Joe Rogan canceled a performance in Vancouver in British Columbia because... Uh, the restrictions are too insane. He can't get in. He's like, I can't enter. I, I can't go to Canada because I'm unvaccinated. And they, you know, and I said, that's that's funny. The irony. I also can't leave Canada either. I can't leave the country. None of us can. If you're unvaccinated, you can't leave the country. Not legally. That's insane. We're prisoners. My, my charter right says I can come and go whenever the hell I want to as a citizen of this country. I can go anywhere in this country that I want to. Any province, any city, any town, I'm a citizen. I'm not only a citizen, I'm a fucking war veteran of this country. I'm allowed to go wherever I want. It says so on the Canadian Charter of Rights. You know who knows about that? No one. None of these cops even know what it says. None of these politicians, none of these people, they don't care. They haven't even looked. They're not even interested. And the last time that I checked... I didn't elect Teresa Tam. Nobody elected Dr. Strang or any of these fucking people. Nobody elected Alberta Health Services. Dina Hinch. Like, no, 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 no. Who the fuck are you? We paid this guy and we voted for this guy to make the decisions. Who the fuck? Where did you come from? And who are all these pharmaceutical executives surrounding you, by the way? Who are they? What's going on? It's so obvious. It's so obvious that it hurts. It pains me. It causes me physical pain. <sighs> Fuck it. One, two, three, four. Make his fucking cranky, boy. Reverend Chance is starting a new business a year ago. It was a great idea. I bought a share in the local pool hall and gym so I can attend and hire relatives. Buy gold and silver and other soft metals. Good advice. 
Hellbilly Black says, if rugby taught me anything, you can tape parts back on and carry on. <laughs> yeah. Getting hurt and pressing through things you thought previously were, were too, you know. Like, that's what babies do. Like, my three-year-old does this, you know. I've seen kids do this. They, like, trip. You know, or they just fall down a little bit. And they're like, oh, my God, it's over. Like, they're dying. And, and then I'm just like, buddy, literally nothing happened to you just now. Nothing. You're fine. My foot hurts. No, it doesn't. You, you tripped on the carpet, you know? Imagine like that's your, basically your level of suffering you're willing to endure. That's basically everyone as an adult now. I don't even want to. My God, it's raining outside. I can't do it. <laughs> no. When's the rally? Oh, I got to get up at 9 o'clock. Oh, yeah. Hard as fuck. Hard as fuck. Come on. You know? Like, I'm pretty sure we can we can, out, we can defeat these people. Um. It's not even going to take a huge effort, I don't think. But it will take an effort. Uh, CRJ says, is this Jew-on-Jew financial violence? I don't know. What's going on there? Strange. Andrew Bennett says, oh, dear, I'm back, everybody. Uh, (laughs) P.S. Shout-out to whoever called you the raging mime in the last show. Fucking legendary. You sons of a bitch. Mother... Glad you had a very good laugh at my expense. Thank you very much. Gary Schill says, if everyone here watching dies tomorrow fighting this, nobody will call them a coward. Except you, Cesus. Fuck you. (laughs) Cesus, that's why you're divorced. You couldn't satisfy your wife. Now you go home to a bachelor apartment. Hey, ho, what do you know? I thought this job was going to be cool, but it turns out I'm just a big treasonous snake. Hey, let's play where the Nazis find the Nazis. What am I doing? Doing those is a weird fucking, uh, I don't know. But that's what they do. They go find the white supremacists and the Nazis because that's the pro. Like, there's actual terrorists in this country. You know that, right? And human trafficking rings and all kinds of gangsters. And they- Nope. Find the people saying mean things on the internet, guys. You got it. Oh, did you not like my gay song? It was a gay song for gay ceases because you're gay. So take it on Broadway. Get the fuck out of my computer. <laughs> Get out. Get out. You're not. Go on. Get out. You're. CRJ says, uh, I hurt my fingernail on a soy latte plastic tab and literally filed for workers' comp. If you don't get it, that's systemic racism. We, we both know that that's true. <laughs> it's violates TOS says, find those freaks who want to protect white children. <laughs> Pretty much, right? These, these psychopaths, these maniacs, what are we going to do? Oh, man. They're funny to make fun of. Um, For no reason at all, because I forgot what I was going to say, here's David Goggins again for a minute about something. Alarm clock goes off at 4 or 5 in the morning. Your mind says no. You just say, this is what we do. We all need more Goggins. This is what we do now. Because to get to where you want to go, the amount of pain involved, I'm not saying physical. I'm not saying you got to break yourself off. The amount of mental pain, of how many times you're going to have to do something that you don't want to do to get to where you want to go is going to be it, it there's going to be more times you do something that that you don't want to do than you are going to want to do it 
that's that, that's your new norm that's your new norm so then it's like breathing and then once you do this over and over and over again it becomes like breathing I don't want to live this lifestyle but to get to the other side of this I have to so if you really want it you realize what trying is and what trying is not when that alarm clock goes off at four or five in the morning it's good advice he's fucking right um <laughs> uh, uh, Josie uh, on uh, Rumble says you can go to Cuba for a vacay and come back through Canada through Roxham Road. No, I can't. I can't get on a plane. I can't. They they check for this. I'd have to. I don't know how I'd get to Cuba. I'd have to steal a fishing boat, sail it to America, steal a car, drive it to Florida, steal another boat, sail it to Cuba, and then maybe then from there the Cubans might let me on an airplane and then I could fly that. Another thing I thought we understood that, that that the curtailing of rights for any reason of your basic rights, like to be able to move around and and freely talk to other people, there's a ten thousand dollar fine on unlawful assemblies in Nova Scotia right now. Hundred of us are going to go meet up downtown. No, you're not. You're going to get fined ten thousand dollars because fuck you. I'm the government. Hmm, that's aggressive. Well, maybe I'll go to another promise. No, you can't. You're not allowed. You're not allowed in. Isolation. A month. Or else we'll put you in jail. You can't do this. This is None of this is legal. Well, I don't know what the laws are. I don't even care. I'm drunk with power. I just got my 15th check from Pfizer. I'm fucking... I, I don't have time for you, little people, and your complaints. I'm rich now! It's so, they're the most evil people alive, man. Like at the very top, they're as evil as anyone has ever been. They're more evil. Why? Because they have, because of technology and the vast amounts of wealth and fortunes that they've inherited over generate, they, they, they are in a position to do more harm than anyone has ever dreamed of. And at what point are they going to say, let's stop making so much money because we've gone too far? That is never going to happen. There'll be, there, there is going to be children. There's going to be three-year-olds that have like four prescriptions. Why wouldn't there be? They've already worked their way down to your kids. They're doing five-year-olds now. How many other pandemics is there going to be? How many other... The sick thing is, then they say, well, you know, we, there's an emergency. There's an emergency, so we had to shut all your rights down because there's an emergency. So that's it? You just have to say there's some kind of emergency, and then you can do whatever the fuck you want? What's to stop you from just saying there's emergencies all the time and doing whatever the fuck you want? Because that is what they've been doing for the last two years. Because we all know there's no emergency. Where is the emergency? I keep hearing about this emergency that's supposed to happen, and it just hasn't happened. For two years. Man, that is some slow move. When is this thing going to get here now or what? Is my watch broken? Come on, China. <laughs> we knew it came out of a lab. 
It was intentional. They deployed it at the fucking military games and sent it home to every goddamn NATO country at the same time. And that was a conspiracy theory. And they were going to, that's misinformation and we need rules and laws to keep people from stopping. No, actually, that turns out that is exactly what happened. Oh, look at that. You were right. But still. <laughs> um, that's an act of war, I think. Somebody, somebody should, considering the amount of damage that's been done, I mean, somebody's got to die, right? Like, who's overall responsible for this 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 nightmare? Somebody is, because you're, there's no way you're ever going to convince any sane person with a brain that this was just a happenstance, freak of nature. Event. Oh, well, there was a bat and a guy, and it just happened, and, you know, we just also happened to have an insane amount of vaccines ready to go. We had billions of them. Discovered in 2019, let, not only did we come up with, develop one, in record time, it usually takes 10 years, but not this time. Nah, we only needed like eight months somehow. We're not going to explain that process either. We're just going to hope that you're uh, grateful enough that we're so fucking smart that we just blew away all, rec all, all known safety clinical data. We just did it because we're amazing. So we have it now. I know what you're thinking. Man, it's going to suck for people that can't buy the vaccine because I know, you know, it's, there's only going to be so many. It's going to be a limited quantity. It's always going to go to the rich people first. We know how the world works. Oh, wait, 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 come again? You have how many? You have as many as anyone could ever want somehow already. Not a few, not most. I mean, countries should be fighting wars over this, shouldn't they? Shouldn't China and the United States be like, we'll fucking go to war, man. There's only enough vaccines for 200 million people and mine are getting them. Fuck you. We'll kill you. We'll kill you for those fucking things. That would make sense, actually. No. No, we have billions of vaccines. Billion, an endless amount, actually. We have so many that people are getting booster shots into the threes and fours now. No end in sight. Yeah. This is uh, this is all making perfect. I don't see any reason to investigate this any further, guys. I feel like this makes perfect sense, and uh, there's no. I mean, that's it. I mean, I mean, I'm crazy, right? I'm, I sound like I'm out of my mind. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's fine. Godzilla Unchained says I did a U-turn tonight to give money to homeless, handicapped old lady. Four overhead intersection uh, cameras filmed the exchange. This is their build back better. Oh boy. There are some things being burned there, Patton. That is for damn sure. Yeah, amazing. Real says I missed the Mister Medicare streams when this was a conspiracy theory, right? It's it's. It was just always true. You can just tell. I mean, Jesus, do I have this video? This is China right now. Like, this is what and and they've they're on video record saying like that's the model. The way China is run, these elite, they, they, I hate using the word elites, these pieces of shit parasites that run the world, the rulers, really, um, they think that China, they're really impressed with China. They really like China. And they're like, that's a great, that's a good, uh, I think we, we need everybody to, to live like this. So this is uh, the deniers and the people that, you know, us, except in China, and they're being paraded and humiliated through the streets to be, do a walk of shame. Isn't that interesting? That's cool. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> They're all tied together. Prisoners, by the way, as well. This is not insane at all. People taking pictures. Man.
They're the good guys, though. Because that's what good guys do. The good guys do stuff like that, don't they? The good guys threaten people. They intimidate people. They coerce people. They lie, they steal, they bribe, they take away rights, and they blast fear-mongering doomsday messages across social media, all media, nonstop, all the time, because they're the good guys. That's what Batman would do. This is like part of my whole angle here. Like, you don't need to know a whole lot of shit, man. Are you a good person? Do you have a good head on your shoulders? Like, is it, is, is, you know, the spirit of being a good human being alive inside of you? Then a lot of what I'm saying probably makes a lot of fucking sense. I don't need to see any of it. Well, are you a scientist? No, I'm not a scientist, but I am a human being. And my brain works. And I know that that guy's evil. They've always been evil. And this is the most evil thing they've ever done. So it's not surprising. I'm not going to listen to them. They're evil. Why would you do that? They don't care about you. None, none of these people give two fucks. In fact, if anything, there's some evidence to suggest they would like to have much less of you around. Much less. The World Health Organization a number of years ago said there was 90% too many people in the world. So that's just where their head's at as a general, you know, just for future reference. And they publish shit like this, and I'm the terrorist. I'm going to play something from CBC. I don't, I don't know what program it was from. The guy's name is uh, Ben Philippe, black man. Uh, but more importantly than that, a completely out-of-his-mind brainwashed uh, psychopath who's been raised on the fact that if we could just get rid of or kill or destroy all the white people, then everything would be great. And he wrote a book about it. And they talk about it on CBC. And the woman interviewing him, who is Jewish, apologizes to him for, for the way that he now feels because of whatever white people did to him. If I said or wrote or published the same things that this guy said about anyone else, I would definitely be in prison. Listen to this. This, was, see, this is what your tax money pays for. What what would happen if there was a race war and, and what side um, you would be on? And you took it to a, a, a place that I just found really shocking and disturbing to read. Would you say a little bit about that? Uh, sure. Actually, fun fact, that, that section used to be so much longer. So thank you to my editor for, like, condensing it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a big Dungeons & Dragons person, so I went into advanced world building of what that race war could look like mm -hmm. and they were just like no maybe just like half a page this man child clearly is someone you should take as an authority on any kind of future warlike scenarios this guy just like david goggins he's clearly earned his fucking stripes he's played dungeons and dragons guys this is a serious person yeah for people who haven't read the book you write about um you say i'll, I'll when this race war hits its crescendo, I'll gather you all into a beautifully decorated room under the pretense of unity. I'll give a speech to civility and all the good times we've shared. I'll smile as we raise our glasses to your good white health while the detonator blinks under the table, knowing the exits are locked and the air vents filled with gas. Um, I mean, that's... Nice. Poetic. I, Brilliant. A, I'm a Jewish person, and uh, 
grandparents survived the Holocaust. I can't tell you how it felt to to read that sentiment. Whose grandparents um, didn't survive the Holocaust? I to say to you that I'm so yeah, sorry that. that your experience of the world um, made you feel that way and made you feel compelled to write that. <laughs> he felt compelled to write that because of what white people did to him. That's fucking crazy. That guy's a terrorist. He's writing fantasy fucking, like, oh, if only I could murder all these white people. I'm going to blow them up and gas them and lock the doors. Coming up next on CBC, more family-friendly, wholesome programming. I hope you join us for Drag Queen Story Hour later after the end of the production in which we are going to instruct your children to have sex with adults at the youngest age possible. If they also feel so inclined, maybe trade their gender or just completely mutilate their body entirely. That would be ideal. We are the CBC. Holy fuck! Holy fuck. Oh. Uh, Andrew Simpson says, I had a good chuckle when a friend looked up do-it-yourself improvised Syrian weapons. <laughs> That probably would be funny, actually. Blams says, Dulce et decorum est pro patria mori. It's Latin. All the things. That's right. Um, we got another half hour here. About-ish. Yeah, we're pretty much on time. Sorry, I had to start late again. My, you know, my kids are here and everything, so it's round. It's trying to squeeze the time that I, you know, throw them into their rooms like tennis balls and then lock and chain the door so they can't escape. Then I run down here. <laughs> so I needed the extra few minutes. Sorry if it's late. Is it late? Yeah, of course it's Latin. Um, but uh, I'm going to get another one of these because I'm starting to, I'm, I'm, I like this. I like this system. And I'm definitely uh, going to be really fucking stoned later. I'm probably going to find something to watch on TV. It's going to terrify me, whatever it is. Mama Bear Shannon says, a Lutheran church in Chicago had a tranny in full dress lead the mass over the holidays. Drag hour at church. What in the hell does that have to do with church? What in the living fuck? It doesn't. It's insulting to the church, actually. And that's why they made you do it. It's humiliation. It's This wasn't a thing. Like 15 years ago, none of this was a thing. And now it's everywhere. And it's in your kids' heads. Because they're on phones when they're like six years old, seven years old, watching TikTok videos about transitioning to trans and hardcore porn. That's what they're doing. I hear about it all the time. And I'm like, holy shit, never give your children phones. Until they're at least, like, you've had time to, like, prepare them for the absolute fucking nightmare that is the internet. Are you, are, can, just think about this for a minute. We know as adults, especially people that are my age, that grew up with the internet. I remember the, all of that. Loved that sound. Because it meant soon I will be on the internet. It was very exciting. And everything since. The internet is crazy. There, there is some... Sh sh now imagine that 
the, the absolute monstrosity that the current internet has become, and then with no warning at all, and, and, and in, a, in a phone, it's super easy to navigate. Literally two- and three-year-old children know how to work them now. Like, oh, yeah, they know how to just and, just... and just go, here you go. <laughs> here. Don't get, you know, recruited into ISIS or ended up, you know, abducted or whatever. <laughs> it's cutthroat. It's crazy. It's, it's stressful to deal with as an adult. You can't, I mean, there's little kids in here. so yeah um i think this i think there should be that honestly that maybe that should be a law like you cannot own and possess a smartphone until you're fucking 15 or 16 years old but all the other kids have them yeah all the other kids are going to get abducted into human trafficking rings becky is that what you want you want to be a human trafficking victim is that what you want you want to get catfished by ms-13 and fucking have a bag over your head thrown into a van and the next thing you know you're off to cuba and we don't know where the fuck happened to you Missing unsolved mysteries the rest of your life? Huh? Is that what you want? You want up on a, on, a, on a weird cruise in the middle of the ocean with Joe Biden? Is that what you want? Give me the fucking phone back. <laughs> His kids are probably traumatized. They're not traumatized. They're tough. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Um, I got this one and then I got one more. Where's my... Wait. I'm just going to play this because... Because it's Greg Arcade. Any rules? 30 minutes to go and then... I'm starting to have some interesting thoughts, you know? It's always a good time. All right. Greg Arcade, you rule, sir. Um, America Online, everybody's nostalging out about uh, nostalgying out. That's not a word. About the old uh, the old internet days. They Weren't they good? Um, there's something else here. Yeah, this is, this is probably worth Please. watching. I should probably cue that up for a moment. My pacing is all off because I'm not, you know, drinking. <laughs> I think it's going okay. Oh, and in case you didn't, if you thought that was just an isolated incident, this is in Minnesota. Uh, the health department has issued guidance urging hospitals to give treatment to BIPOC, which means everybody that isn't white, over white people for, for treatment, for medical treatment. Because, because uh, you know, race war. You know, didn't they write a bunch of articles about me for talking exactly about like the thing that this guy is trying to help make a reality? 
He thinks there's going to be a race. This guy's trying to. No, I'm I'm trying to point out that this this is this is insane. The things you guys are doing and fomenting are going to end in horrors that none of us want to live through. And you're going to attack me for for saying it. And but that guy could be on CBC. So yeah. I mean, they fucking admit it. Look. <laughs> do you think they'll? Do you think they care? In an appearance Sunday, Anthony Fauci admitted the vaccine mandates are merely a mechanism to coerce more Americans to take shots. Really? Appearing on ABC Sunday, there's a clip. Yes, there is. Let's just watch it. Um, let me ask you about something else uh, from, from the president's interview with, with David. Uh, the, the David asked... Uh, about uh, the vaccine. The Why does he blink so much? Requirement for air travel. There is no vaccine requirement for domestic air travel in the United States. Um, and, and when the president was asked, should there be one, he said that his team has, has said it's not necessary uh, at this point. Do, do you agree with that? That, that? that there shouldn't be a vaccine requirement for domestic air travel? Well, it depends on what you want to use it for. I mean, vaccine requirements for people coming in from other countries is to prevent newly infected people from getting into the country. A vaccine requirement for a person getting on the plane is just another level of getting people to have a mechanism that would spur them to get vaccinated. Oh. Mainly, you can't get on a plane unless you're vaccinated, which is just another one of the ways of getting requirements, whatever that might be. Really? So, I mean, anything that could get uh, people more vaccinated would be welcome. But with regard to the... Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Did you fucking hear that guy? He just said it on national television. Uh, it's just to get more people to get vaccinated, really. We're just torturing people just to... We're just trying to make them do it, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. And that other quote that I love is that the I'm paraphrasing and murdering it probably that the virtuous or no, the obedient always consider themselves virtuous rather than cowardly. You remember that last time I showed you the video that a woman attacking an old man on a plane and punched him in the whole thing. And I was like, hey, you should punch her back. It's fair, isn't it? It's fair, it's fair. <laughs> She's now, that woman now, after that video has gone viral, is comparing herself to Rosa Parks. <laughs> As highlighted yesterday, video has gone viral of a woman on a Delta flight from Tampa to Atlanta, who was arrested after assaulting an elderly man, screaming at him to put on a mask while he was eating. Now it turns out the guy called her out because she compared herself to Rosa Parks after being asked to move seats by attendants. <laughs> so she freaked out that she had to move seats, and he gave her shit for being a dumb bitch, and then she flipped the fuck out on him. Sure. He said... She isn't black, this isn't Alabama, and this isn't a bus. <laughs> the woman who wasn't wearing a mask herself slapped the 80-year-old man. Oh, it looked like she punched him after he told her to sit down and be quiet. She also spat at him. I think she cut his face, and he was bleeding. Um, several other passengers and crew were injured during the incident, with one having boiling water spilled on them. This is all over a mask, right? 
Court records have also emerged stating that Cornwall was asked by flight attendants serving drinks to sit in a seat that wasn't her own while they got past her with the cart. Oh, can you just sit there for a second while we move this for you? No. The report states that Cornwall sardonically asked, what am I, Rosa Parks? Which prompted the elderly man to tell her that she isn't black, this isn't Alabama, this isn't a bus. In other words, just sit the fuck down, you stupid bitch. You stupid, entitled bitch. She's trying to move the food cart. Get out of the way. It'll be three seconds. Three seconds. Sit down, stand up. It's over. Was that, was that hard to hard for you? It's lucky I wasn't on that plane. I would have been way worse. Cart goes, bye, you get up, you keep going. Fuck. No. <laughs> what am I, Rosa Pox? Oh, my lord. And then that is when Cornwall went nuts. Okay. Other reports has indicated that Cornwall has acted in Baywatch, been a cheerleader in the NFL, and mod modeled for Playboy. Ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I knew it! She was just a dumb bitch her whole life! She's not a doctor, she's not it. Her entire contribution to America is... Look at my tits, though. <laughs> now she's punching an old man on a plane! This is who we're up against. Unbelievable. Wow. That is amazing. <laughs> I remember the other night, too, I was like, I feel bad kind of calling her a dumb bitch. Like, what if she's... Nope. Nope, she's nothing. She's... We're gonna bang an OnlyFans page now too, I bet. Oh yeah, respect level is like to the roof right now. Could give it a white Rosa Parks, everybody! <laughs> oh my god, that's hysterical. I'd be so embarrassed if I was her. This was your life, this is what you did. I looked pretty for a living. Whoa! <laughs> now you're now you're trying to paint up for something that's so stupid. Like everybody they got is, dude, they, dude, they're stupid. No one is like I was in Playboy. I acted in Baywatch. I also work on the CERN Large Hadron Collider. <laughs> nah, <laughs> no. <laughs> Dan says, like, what reality is this? I don't know. This is a fucking insane timeline, dude. Like, I love the just nonsense music because it's like, that's where we're at now. You just have to play music that doesn't make any sense and be like, this is the world we're in. You know what I mean? This is the most insane possible timeline. There's no way. Like, what could be worse? 
Where do you even begin? <laughs> How about this? I know a lot of people liked him, but Donald Trump should never have been president in any serious country ever in the world, ever. He put his fucking name in big gold letters on buildings just in case someone forgot who owned it. He was president. There's your first clue. That, we came... We went from Kennedy to that. Mm, and then there was a time when um, people flew planes into some buildings. A third building just fell down, surprisingly, for some reason, because some office chairs were on fire, I guess. And then we invaded a bunch of countries that had nothing to do with the original... Anyway, millions of people died. Trillions of dollars were spent. But still, we, we continued... And it's gotten so ridiculous that, like, some skank is beating up an old guy on a plane. <laughs> because he doesn't want to wear a mask on his face that does nothing. It's scientifically... It does nothing at all. It's completely pointless. And she's assaulting him over it. Probably because she may have been driven mad by the experimental injection she's gotten from which we can't see the safety data for 75 years! Because... I can't even come up with a fake reason for why that's a good thing. That's a terrible thing. There's no fucking good reason in the universe why we can't see it for 75 years. Oh, it's so bad. Everyone alive will be dead by the time anyone ever knows what's going on there. So does that? What else? The f fucking Biden's a criminal! He's got billions of dollars tied up in the Ukraine! It's all there! Epstein! Maxwell was just found guilty, by the way. You know what they did? Of the most savagely huge criminal enterprise that preys upon children and uses that that blackmail, the cameras, the footage to blackmail and control politicians from all over the world, uh, wealthy businessmen, energy giants, who are anybody who's anybody. They rope them all in so they can control them all. And you know what they did? Finally, it came to, oh my God, this is great. Sealed it, sealed it all. Nope. Maxwell's guilty. That's all anyone needs to know ever again. Everything else is sealed. We're no longer going to talk about any of this ever again. Because... Boring, right? Jagmeet Singh could be Prime Minister. That guy who looks like a homeless dude that just rolled out of a bus, that's the that's Boris Johnson. He's on cocaine right now while he's running the United Kingdom. Everything's fine. More people listen to Kim Kardashian's ass than Thomas Sowell. And the shit don't stop until I say it's over with, motherfucker. Oh. This is Ghetto Boys for Life. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm coping right now. If you don't like it, go somewhere else. It's really bad. It's really that bad. Like, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> it's so bad.
Oh, goodness. Hell, Billy Deluxe says, talk about community. We had a great meetup with 40-plus Alberta bigots and found a great ally and have converted them to Dagalon. We are getting stronger with anyone converted. Ten more uh, come with the something. And then his wife says, don't forget about the Beagles. The Beagles. The Beagles. Scott Baker, uh, thank you very much, sir. He says, great cast tonight, my friend, and great uh, interaction in the chats. Can't wait for 2022. <sighs> it's just another day in the count. It's always getting worse. It's always going to get worse. Uh, Hellbilly Deluxe says, the plane Karen destroys <laughs> some heads like a Black & Decker pecker record. What? The plane? <laughs> I don't know. You guys are more messed up than me. The bagels! Oh, the bagels, maybe, Mark. You could be right about that. That could be what she wanted me to say. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> where? Uh, look at this. I want to play this JP Sears video because it's it's interesting. I'm like, this is this is a lineup. <laughs> People to get tested in. Uh, where was it? I think it's maybe Minnesota. I don't know. It should be nowhere, right? It should be nowhere. The fact that it isn't nowhere and this is fucking real life. If someone's like, what's the joke? I don't get it. That's the joke. That this is this is happening. That that is the joke. This is what these people are doing with their lives. Are you fucking for real, dude? This is like a thousand cars long! Again. Staying safe? Climate crisis be damned. We are going to run our cars on idle around the entire fucking city for an entire day. I know I was going on about climate change, but that was before this new thing that I've been told to care about happened. So now I'm pretending a whole different thing. I've replaced... I've replaced... Oh my god, they've replaced one psychosis with another. Now they're just... Because these people were like, Oh my god, climate extinction, we're all gonna die! Oh my god, the vaccines, we all the COVID, we're all gonna die! Oh my god. What? What's gonna be next? They'll just do... You just like watch in horror, like... I I don't under I don't relate to you as a human being. You, you're like a strange alien to me. I don't understand any of your behavior at all. Well, that was right. I mean, that, 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 again, it, it just just shouldn't happen. Oh, so, anyway, some of the, the rules are coming up with New York. Uh, check this. Uh, do you live in New York? I'd leave if I were you. Please turn in your neighbor. By orders of the governor, it's the right thing to do. Like hey there, sports fans. If you like authoritarianism, tyrannical laws, and you were a fan of what the Nazis were doing, then you'll love a new law that's work. Mm. If you thought California was leading the way in destroying democracy, New York has stepped in and said, 
hold my beer. Because on January 5th, the New York Senate is voting on Assembly Bill A416, and if passed, it would give the governor the right to imprison anyone that the governor deems a significant risk to public health. Imprison them without trial Do on tell. an indefinite basis. Yes! Hey. I wonder who would be deemed a public health threat. If you haven't been compliant, we will find you and imprison you for your protection. <laughs> oh, and for specificity, they don't actually have to be a public health threat. <laughs> sure. They just have to be deemed a public health threat. Legalese yeah. that makes the whole extermination portion of the agenda a little easier. You got fucking deemed, bro, okay? I don't want to hear your fucking conspiracy theories about, like, r like we're in idiocracy. That's actually happening, and that is the scariest thing I think I've ever thought in my life. I, I would I would much rather live in a world run by evil David Goggins because that one at least would make sense. This is worse. This is absolutely uh, so much worse. Everyone's so stupid. <laughs> Nothing makes sense because they don't even know what planet they're on. It's frightening. You know what I mean? Not only that, but the law allows the governor to hold said persons in a medical facility or any other facility that they deem appropriate. Any other facility? That rhymes with concentration camps and gulags, doesn't it? Last but not least, the New York bill will require any individual who's been exposed to or contracted a contagious disease, which is everyone, to complete an appropriate <laughs> medical treatment, preventative medication, or vaccination against their will. Now we've all read Anne Frank's diary. I'm excited, and you guys. as her and the rest of the second-class citizen Jews are hiding from the Nazis who are hunting them down to detain them, haven't you thought, I hope they find her. Well, now New York lawmakers <laughs> are wanting to be on the same side of history as the people who were trying to hunt down and kill this innocent little girl. Oh, in spoiler alert, they ended up getting her. <laughs> Yeah. Which makes me optimistic about what New York will be able to get done. You're hiding one in there, aren't you? A law that gives the government the right to detain anyone and forcibly vaccinate them? Yes, please. Was this law written by the Pfizer CEO or Fauci? Either way, their stock portfolio just went up in a way that benefits everyone who's them. There's also a handful of other exciting laws that the New York Senate will be voting on on January 5th. But before we get to those, does this first one sound too good or too third world communism to be true? Well, it's happening. Let's break it down. Number one, it allows the governor to detain. This is so dark. Like, this is very fucking serious and disturbing. And he's just, he's just. You're watching history take place. You understand? Like, this is it, man. This is the, this is for all the marbles. And this is one of the, the guys on the team. He's a JP Sears. Millions of followers. He's friends with Tim Kennedy. And, you know, this is going to be one of those videos that when we're all sitting around the prison camp, go, did you see this one? Yeah, that was just like... <laughs> Man. Oh. Anyone who they deem to be a public health threat completely taking away their freedom and liberty. No warrants, no judge, no jury, or actual threat to public health necessary. Just the governor saying there's a threat to public health. These right. people will infect you and your family. They're very dirty. So the governor would be favoring absolute obedience to their authority as opposed to individual freedom. 
they'd be exercising complete control over the will of others. Now, if that seems similar to the definition of an authoritarian, it's not. It's the exact same definition. But it's different <laughs> than that because it's the same. Mr. Miyagi, yeah! Number two. The bill would require any individual who's been exposed to or contracted a contagious disease to complete an appropriate course of treatment, preventative medication, or vaccination. This part violates that pesky Nuremberg Code, which states the voluntary consent of the human subject is absolutely essential. But that's okay, because the Nuremberg Code was just the result of the Nazi trials in order to prevent the atrocities that the Nazis committed from ever happening again. And I think New York here is just looking to prevent the prevention, which to me sounds like preventative medicine. But let's just remember this. All those evil authoritarians throughout history doing the same thing as New York, they were just enacting senseless evil. But New York is enacting evil for your protection, eliminating threats to public health. Like, the Nazis didn't get the public to stand by while they detained Jews because they said, we hate these people and we're doing evil so we can have complete control. No, they convinced them that the Jews were a threat to public health. These people are like rats. Round them up and lock them up. Well, <laughs> I guess New York's doing it the same way that the Nazis did it, but all those other evil authoritarian regimes, New York's completely different from them. You're probably saying, all that sounds amazing, but what other bills will the New York Senate be voting on come January 5th? This bill mandates forced COVID shots in order to attend school. <laughs> coercion? Hmm. I can't remember if the Nuremberg Code forbids coercion or mandates it. This bill forces all adult records into a state database. Now, it might violate HIPAA laws, but how else are we gonna know who the governor should detain and imprison without trial unless we have this This is insane. Bill? This bill is forced COVID shots for college, which means it's also masterfully using the Nuremberg Code as toilet paper. This one's forced flu shots to attend school, preschool, and daycare. <laughs> Stupid Nuremberg code again. But do you know how profitable it's gonna be to mandate more pharmaceutical products to protect a young population that has the lowest amount of risk? You might say it's mandating more shots, but I say it's mandating more profits. So quit being such a pessimist. By orders from our governor, you are under arrest. Come out with your dirty infected hands up. This bill eliminates religious exemptions for work in college. Oh good. As it should be, because under communism rule, any religious right interferes with your ability to be ruled over. Exactly. So, it's nothing personal, so don't even worry about it. This bill eliminates the parent's right to consent once a child reaches the age of 14. <laughs> Your child belongs to the state now. I think we can all agree that parents shouldn't have a say in how their children are raised or what's injected into their bodies. This bill eliminates the parents' right to consent for STD shots for children of any age. This is not only profitable, but also makes us curious why the authoritarian left is so intent on viewing children as sexual objects. Hmm. And New York Assembly member hmm. Patrick Burke also has an exciting upcoming bill that would eliminate unvaccinated people's access to health insurance. <laughs> if their immune systems have them healthy the way they're not supposed to be, then they don't deserve health care. 
or food. If you tell us where they are, the governor will look very favorably upon you and your family. Wow, these are all exciting changes coming down the pipeline in New York, if you let them. I wonder if these same lawmakers will tear down the Statue of Liberty, because it inconveniently stands for the opposite of what they're doing. Could you imagine? Maybe they'll replace it with a Statue of Tyranny. There's one over there, get him! Real quick, my friend, from my heart to yours, if you have- I don't usually play this part, but this is important. He means it here. Ever wondered what you would do, like during the civil rights era that sought to end segregation from society, or wondered what you would do during Nazi Germany? What you are doing today is your answer to that question. We can look back at Germany in the 1930s and see three groups of people that ended up being on the wrong side of history. State officials implementing and enforcing unjust laws, citizens who turned in their neighbors, and citizens who stood by and did nothing as they watched the innocent be harmed. And the people who were on the right side of history in those days were the people who stuck to their values and principles related to freedom and human decency. They exuded bravery instead of taking the easy way out, and they disobeyed unjust laws and mandates in order to do what their heart knew was right. Gandhi and Martin Luther King Jr. were two great men that proved to be on the right side of history in the face of major corruption. Gandhi said, civil disobedience is a sacred duty when the state becomes lawless or corrupt. And Martin Luther King Jr. said, one has a moral responsibility to disobey unjust laws. So here's a question. Which side of history are you choosing to be on? The side that inflicts harm on the innocent, like Anne Frank? Or the side with Gandhi and Martin Luther King Jr. and those who sought to protect Anne Frank? The choice is yours. And your answer isn't based on what you say you would do. It's based on what you're doing today. Personally, in the spirit of Gandhi and Martin Luther King Jr., I will not be obeying any unjust law or mandate, nor will I stand by watching the innocent be harmed. That's the side of history I'm choosing to be on. What about you? I mean, you can argue with him if you want, but... <laughs> Oh, I like a lot of his work. He's a fucking a funny guy, and I thought that was a that was well done, especially with a little touch at the end. He's like, okay, no, seriously, this is this is bad, guys. Like, you, you need to, you can't just not say anything, can you? Like, do you really want to be that person? Are you really going to pretend and hide like none of this is happening? This isn't going on. Uh, let's see. Wife to help me with Alexis Fauci's dog. Oh, right. That's what she meant by the beagles. Right. We were talking about Fauci and how evil he is. Remember he had sand fleas eat them alive? Trap their heads in cages like things full of sand fleas and the dogs would eat their <clears throat> puppies. Like beagle puppies he did this to. But Dr. Fauci says there are people walking around with that guy's face tattooed on their body because they think he's a hero. That's kind of fucked up, isn't it? Polly Mathang says, peak oil. We ride into 2022. Chin up, chest out, and fearless. Love you all of Daglon. Chin up, chest out. Dig in those heels, man. Yeah. 
Hellbilly Deluxe says that they told y'all to buckle up. We have reached the raging rocket, Matt. Yeah, I know, I know. We have. We've. You were right. You were right. It has arrived. I am very. I'm pretty stoned. CRJ says uh, voice request. Evil David Goggins. Is this a thing? That could be a thing. You know, I've wanted to do a David Goggins impression a few times, but I just don't have the like. It it just didn't materialize because it's like I don't you know I don't know what I'd say. But that's a fucking hilarious twist. Imagine I did worker videos like Goggins does. I'll just be running shirtless like in the snow. And instead I'm saying all the opposite things of what he would say. <laughs> evil Goggins. That's what I'll do. I'll tag it as evil Goggins. So people think that you could just get up early. You could go after it. And you could get in better shape. What I'm here to tell you is not fucking true. You a second shit. You always going to be. <laughs> You'll never be me. I'm Evil David Goggins. You stay in bed. You eat your fucking cupcakes. And don't you ever come on my videos again. Stay soft, bitch. <laughs> I would tag him in it just to see if he sees it somehow. He'd be like, I'd have to be like no, I love David Goggins. I just thought this was too funny not to do. <laughs> He's just super evil, right? Every time he makes a video, I do almost the same thing, but the message is horrible. It's <laughs> Pick that cigarette up. No one likes a quitter. You smoke that. Stay soft, bitch. <laughs> Killed everybody, bitch, now. <laughs> oh. oh, man. That would be so funny. Oh, wow. It's funny that, uh, yeah, the reverse psychology. Yeah, it would be hilarious. That's funny. That's a good idea. No one steal that. If someone steals that, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know if I, that would be funny. But I, um, early on Telegram, I should have, I should have recorded. I just was just, you know, maybe I'll, yeah, I'll do this. And I just was live on the thing for a minute. I was just finishing up when I was on the rowing machine. But, uh, the point is, I was like, I'm just going to watch. Everyone's going to watch. Some, some of you probably saw it. You know, I didn't save it, so not everyone did. Watch me suffer horribly. I almost did puke. But uh, the point, I was like, I'm tired as fuck when I turned it on. I was like, I already want it to be over, but I'm doing this extra bit just because that's when you're supposed to put your best effort in is when you're when you're the most tired. And Goggins says in one of his videos, when you that's when you do your best work. That's when you try the hardest. Right? Um. So I was like, for the last two minutes, the last two, three minutes, whatever, it was about a, the last minute for sure, but the last two, three minutes, I was like, you know, faster, faster, faster. And it's like, you got only a minute left, go go all the way. Everything you got, till you're dead, till you fucking literally throw up. I literally threw up the other day. <laughs> you know? Um, and that's how you can kind of mentally train yourself to, uh, instead of like, as you become more and more uncomfortable, you actually increase the effort, like you go harder and harder and try faster. Um Rather than, you know, um, this hurts now. I want to quit. I'm tired. My back is sore. That's not going to make you mentally stronger, you know? Anyway, gonna need a montage. <laughs> oh, Gary. <laughs> oh, that's just, that's sad. That's a burn. I can't say that one. I was going to, but you didn't, uh. You didn't super chat it to me, so I'm under no obligation to say it. Anyway, that's pretty where are we at? Oh, we're done? Are we done? We almost filled up? I think so. We're pretty close. Would you guys 
What did you guys think? I'm mostly just pretty stoned now, but. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. Did I hit anything I missed? Not really. Don't think so. Yeah, no, that's, uh, yes, that'll do. What do you guys think? Um, it is kind of New Year's Eve. Lone Star, Texas, Happy New Year, everyone. Flash, slash. Fuck, you make me thank you very much, sir. Joseph Call says, good luck in 2022. Keep your matches dry. Hail to Agalon. Roger, sir. Deanna01 says, hi. Hello, how are you? Uh, yeah, I guess we could do that. Well, we, I need a mystery, though. You can't just do the call. I need a mystery. Reverse Goggins is fucking hilarious. That's a funny idea. He's just evil. <laughs> when I was doing SEAL training, every day I would get up an hour earlier than everybody else just so I could sabotage their fucking kit. I'd stab holes in their boots so those motherfuckers would drown. <laughs> I killed my way to the top. <laughs> it's like the Empire Klingon. Wait, what were they called? I don't know. The Klingons, he killed her. Yeah, you know, anyway. Um, unsolved boogatry. Is the vortex still a thing? I don't Is there a vortex? Doug Ford's neck. How many boosters? Mm. The missing butter truck. Uh, where did the butter go? Is there a Friday? No, I'm not going to do Friday because it's New Year's Eve and uh, my family's uh, stuff here and my kids are here, so I'm not going not gonna to be doing that. But uh, Gretler was... <laughs> Gretler! How dare you! How dare you murder the great, great Gretler! How dare you! Who is Mortimer's real father? We know it can't be Billy. That's interesting, too. Butter is so expensive. Why is... <laughs> yes. The cats... I found it. Someone... M26... Or M260G. You you did it. I got it. I got it, and then we got it. And then we got to go home. Um, all right. This one's going to be hard. It's hard to do when your brain is... Uh, you know, mine, and uh, broken and stupid, but uh, we're going to try and figure this out. Towards the end of the year of 2021, big bidding it back better, butter baby Doug Ford was buying firearms from a bigot shop in Ontario. Some rumors suggested that the mass amount of cholesterol strangling oxygen and blood to his brain caused him to hallucinate and see wild phantasms of butter that would attack him inside his own home. Others believed that he was poisoned and the butter supply simply couldn't keep up with demand. Workers were being worked to death in butter sweatshop factories all over the world. And in an act of rebellion, 
They poisoned his butter, leaving him as just another unsolved mystery. It was <laughs> it was the Nicaraguan kids. <laughs> they poisoned the butter. He went crazy. That's why he was buying guns. He was shooting it off all around the house. Maybe he just ate himself to death. We don't know. But whatever he was, it had something to do with the butter was key. The butter is what rose him up, built him up, and what he relied on for strength for so many years. And in the end, turned out to be his final undoing. Fate is not without a sense of irony, and I'm a guy pretending to be Robert Stack. <laughs> Seriously, though, he's so gross. <laughs> There's never, like, a good-looking uh, bad guy, you know, like a real one? I mean, like, maybe Clinton, kind of? Obama didn't look terrible, I'll give him that. But, I mean, normally it's just like, oh, they're so vile. Ugh. Like Beetlejuice, that thing. Lori Lightfoot, that's that's an insect. That's not a human being. It's not. You'll never convince me. It's a, it, that could be a fish alien, though. I may have gotten that one wrong because the eyes are very close to... There could be a tie between Bill Blair and Lori Lightfoot. The cities are not that far apart. I think they were both in the law enforcement community. It's possible. The fish people have used the staging ground of Bill Blair and snuck another agent over the border into Chicago. So we've got confirmed bug people sightings in multiple states. How many more is there? And what's Jacinda Ardern's deal? That's a horse. That is not a that is a horse with human clothes and a wig. It's how do you not see it? It defies belief. Anyway. <laughs> Time to go. Um Hope you enjoyed it. I guess I'm just gonna make sure I didn't miss anything, so you know, it's level up time. We all we all got to try a little bit. You know, I don't like to wait. I don't like to do the New Year's resolution kind of shit. You know, it was done. It's done. When I decide I want to do something. I do it. And um, you know, when you're ready to do something, you're ready to do it. Um, and uh, kind of, if there's if there's something you wanted to do or wanted to try or or you know, and you're just like, when like when's a good time? The good time is right now. Right now, immediately. Today. Because that's what you want to do. I don't mean go get a hamburger. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I mean. Don't waste time. You could be gone any minute, any time. And that's a, that's a sad thing, man. Like, I, I've known people that... 
were going to do all kinds of things, and then they were gone. Rather than have been doing the things, you know, and, uh, <clears throat> you know, when I put my kids to bed or whenever I'm with or whenever I'm doing anything, I'm, I always, you know, in my in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm not doing good enough. I got to do better than this. Because this is this is uh, this is what's at stake right in front of me. Is this the kind of world like. No one person is going to be able to do everything or even much. It's going to take everybody. But if you're not at your, you know, if you're not really trying, then, you know, don't, don't do anything half-assed. You know what I mean? Happy New Year. I think we did a record number this year. Probably much more than last year. See how many we do next year. And this Diaga Bowl I have to work on now after New Year's. Pat and cheers. Thank you very much, sir. Valhalla Booga Blue Taco. He says to all of us, thank you. You guys saved my sanity this year. Seriously, thank you. Death to Stalin. Fuck, you make me. Lori Boog, uh, Liquid Boog. He says Lori Lightfoot has eyes like a halibut. Uh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Dan Owen, Joseph Cole, Lone Star Texan, CRJ, Hellbilly, Polly Mathing, Wife to Hellbilly Deluxe, Scott Baker, Mama Bear, Shannon Blams, Andrew Simpson, Godzilla Unchained, Gary Schill, Andrew Bennett, Reverend Chad, Chad Reverend, Godzilla Unchained, Dave Davidson, Crashman, Old Guard, Johnson, Triple Six. Jerusalem's Cross, TYZ49, and Black Guy Bigots. Other page, Ronnie McDeo, Hellbilly, Chelsea, The Ferryman, Vlad Padre, North Point, Full Draw Scops, and The Amazing Grill. Thank you guys very much, and I'll be back with you after the New Year's stupid shit, I guess. Uh, RagingDistant.com, as always, for uh, links to all of the things like some of the ones up top on the screen, Gab, Telegram, TikTok, Instagram, at Raging Dissident um, on there somewhere if you want to use those. Updates, links, times, show times, and just general fucking buffoonery about how much of a train wreck my life is. T.me slash Raging Dissident on Telegram. And uh, this concludes... Or uh, whatever that was, Phil. I can hear you much better when I'm stoned. I've noticed that. It's telepathy. It's a long story. Bro, Patris, six separate Tyrannus, take care of yourselves. I mean it. Take care of yourself. The stronger you are, the better you're going to be for somebody else to help. To help them in the future. If you really want to change, you got to learn from our mistakes. Start over, start over
No, I think you're reading this all wrong. That is not what I intended. No, the savings from the liquor store do not automatically become... What did you write here? Adjacent to the property... Uh, what is this? Absorbed by... You're stealing my money, dude. No. I, you don't... I don't get... I don't... I, I do not have a budget for your for your narcotics. I don't know. Do what you've always done. Steal a car or something. You know those chop shop guys, don't you? Don't give me that shit. You did that for six months before I ever helped you with anything. You're just getting late. You're just getting soft. That's what I think. I shouldn't have said that. Uh, oh, no. He's going to do something really awful. Yeah, well, 